Chuck, Porterhouse, Ribeye, I know exactly how you guys are feeling. In fact, I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now. Beer. 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 I'll show you how a man drinks beer. Uh, 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 that's good beer. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> more tears, more beers, man. That's it. That's all. To, to my right, not man. <laughs> See you later, fella. I tell the swamp donkey to sack it before I give it a tonk in the tradesman's entrance and have a lick me yarbles. <laughs> wow. You guys are on like a completely different level of swearing. Oh, it's terrible. Nobody drinks the beer. The beer has gone bad. Hey, you want some help with that beer, kid? What kind of beer do you like? Heineken! Fuck that shit! Pops Blue Ribbon! Where is the Miller Highlight? No more Highlight. You look what we haven't buy. No more Highlight? What kind of a joint is this? How come no more Highlight? Look, doctor, this ain't Korea or China or wherever you come from. You get some Miller Highlight in this fucking joint! You buy another beer. But you asking a lot to make a man change his beer. You asking a lot, doctor. What do you guys give me if I kill that bird? Barbara, that's a bald eagle. Get away, baldy! Yeah! It's the word with Mike and Pete, GovsRadio.com. Welcome, everybody, to our brand new studio. Hello. Governors of Levittown has decided to upgrade the backdrop of our show, and uh, tonight we have the Wurtz flagship entry-level episode from the new studio, and what better way to christen it, Pete? How you doing? I can't figure out this new microphone stand. Uh, what do you need to do? You need to I'm point just, it up? I'm just angry at it. It's just, I'm good. <laughs> I'm going to stay angry at it for a couple hours. <laughs> what better way... To introduce the studio, then our friend Charlie from 1940s Brewery. How are you, buddy? I'm doing great, guys. All How right. you doing? I'm Place doing looks great. Good. Thanks a lot. Uh, we uh, we spent uh, some time here uh, ripping out some wires and, and knocking down some tables and painting some walls and getting to uh, a point where we look a little more professional than we did before. And you don't see our balding spots 
I'm sure mine's I'm still going. Coming. You're half. I'm, I'm, I'm Charlie's gone. Far there. I'm gone. Yeah, I know. How'd that feel? I mean, I I'm I know I think eventually I'm going to be bald. I what do you do? Do you just go with it? Is that what it is? I'm getting to the point where I, I'd I'm say starting go gracefully, to, but I I don't do anything gracefully. Right. So. <laughs> um, I I don't know. I just feel like I, I I should think about it now. If I can save it, should I save it or try Rogaine? Rogaine. I don't want to do Rogaine. Ugh, do I have to do Rogaine? I don't want to do that. All I know about Rogaine is it's from uh, The Hangover when that that chick tells him to to uh, make sure you bring your Rogaine. I can tell when you're not wearing it. Every time I hear Rogaine, I'm like. That part of the Hangover. The episode from when I was a kid. They had a Rogan episode. Yeah, uh, uh-huh. Homer like gets uh, gets some starts taking some hair medication. And, and he Does he get a full? Th- oh promoted. yeah, that's right. Everything good starts happening to Homer yes, because exactly. that is awesome. <laughs> I forgot about that one. Oh boy. All right, this is where we're with Mike and Pete. Here's the phone numbers. You ready? 516-465-3990-516-513-0515. The phones are going to blow up all night. I probably made way too many calls and contacts. Charlie, bear with us for a second. Let's see what we got. This is the word with Mike and Pete, GovsRadio.com. Who do we got on the phone? Rogaine doesn't work. Ah, oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Graz, what's Stop up, Raz. my buddy? It doesn't work, brother. I tried it. Look at me now. Look at <laughs> So Graz is going to be joining us in the studio. There's a negative ad for Rogan. (laughs) I'm going to look like I have a full head of hair by the time everyone else shows up here. That's great. Listen, the only thing it does do, I got two girls. I got my daughter and a girl in the back of the car. It works. It okay. works in other areas, I'll tell you that much, but not in the head. Not you're, head. you're putting <laughs> Rogaine on your privates? No. <laughs> what are you talking about then? <laughs> no. I can't explain it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tap dance around this explanation with the kids in the car? No, I, you know me. I I'm gonna get stopped. I like how awkward it's making you. Though. Yes, it is. It's making it very awkward. He's usually not this awkward. I'm never this awkward. They're gonna say they're not listening. Thank God. Okay. Good. Uh, how are you? I'm great. How are you? It doesn't work. You did a fantastic job last night over this weekend. So did you, pal. You 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 were the star of the show. To be honest with you. Well, I appreciate that, brother. But you know what? The Wounded Warriors is the star of the show in my eyes. It's true. And the and the comics. And you and Pete, you were absolutely. I know I don't want to say it in person because I'll start blushing again. <laughs> Phenomenal, Pete. I'm, and you, you honored me, and I'm very glad you came in. I, I, it was. I, how could I not? All right. Well, now I'm done time. with the niceness. Who's in the studio? So oh, we have, if we're done with the niceness, then fuck you for hanging up on me when I called in uh, yesterday. <laughs> oh, by the way, that wasn't grass. That won't be happening. That wasn't grass. That wasn't grass. That was Hector. Hector did that to every single caller, pretty much. God. Yes, and we got a lot of we got a lot of um, people a little disjointed today about that. But in the hey, studio you know we have uh, Charlie from 1940s Brewing Company out in Holbrook, and uh, he's here with us for a good while tonight. If you want to stop by and talk to him and hang out with him, that'd be great. Charlie, who's your favorite baseball team? Well, I got to tell you, I grew up a Yankee fan, and it looks like they still got me back. Ooh. I hope they I hope they come in last this year. So Graz is a Mets fan. I, I hope Boone gets fired in the first week because because <laughs> Giancarlo's over forty. How's that? His his uh, ACL just blew out the back. Oh, all right. Good he? question. Oh yeah. 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 No, I'm saying. Oh yeah. He I would. Like, oh, I would like that. You know what? Yeah. what? I would even like if maybe Hank Steinbrenner put the team up for sale. Jesus, that's never going to happen in a million years. Don't even think about it. Uh, what's your favorite beer that you got? Uh, what'd you bring us today there, uh, Don, Dan, Frank? His name's Sorry. Charlie, and we didn't even get to that yet. I didn't even get through sponsors. We just started the show like a whirlwind because we were a couple minutes late. So I didn't even get my, my normal flow in, as I usually do. 
What did you just say? Exactly. Listen, <laughs> are you going to come in tonight? No, I, I am, but I want you to listen. I'm t- occupying the next few minutes. No, I'll no, no, no. I want you to occupy our last few hours. So come in and we'll talk more to you. Because there's, there's, there's a lot of other callers, and I don't want to skip on Charlie here. We've got to get some uh, information from him. Wow, Charlie must be a big deal. I'm being bummed. He is a big deal. Charlie. He brought beer. He's a big deal. <laughs> Charlie, you better. Charlie, I'm telling you a couple things right now. You better impress me. You better not be a dud. Oh, Jesus. no. There's never a dud in here. We don't like duds. Take a it's look at you. Well, Charlie, where are you sitting? Well, do me You're a favor. Right then, then don't come in. We don't want to dud the place up. Where's Mike? Oh, really? <laughs> Where's the Got gotcha you on that one. Charlie, where's Mike sitting? To your right or to your left? He's to my right. There's the dud. <laughs> but Pete's in between, so who are you talking about? I mean, obviously. Ah. Obviously. Ah. All right, I'll see you in a little while. Bye, buddy. Bye, uh, Charlie. Bye. I like you. See? There you go. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, guys, for calling in. All right, so let's get through a couple things before we get to Charlie. Um, <clears throat> this is our second episode of our new season. We had a, a great first episode. Uh, lots of callers from all over the country, as we yes, said, yes. and it was pretty cool. And Canada. And Canada, all over the world. If, oh, Northeast. Eh. Or, or North all America. <laughs> That's a stretch. Well, I still tried to communicate <laughs> with some people out there from all over the globe, and maybe we'll get some of those types of callers throughout the night. 516-465-3990. Let's talk quickly about our sponsors. We have two of them as of right now. We're actually uh, quickly approaching having more. Right now, I want to talk about MyBomberJackets.com. MyBomberJackets.com uh, is the best place to find awesome jackets for your 12-ounce, 16-ounce, 22-ounce, and much larger size custom-made bomber jackets. These are Cancuzis. Pete has his today. He has the uh, United States Postal Service. Which fucking camera are we using? Uh, that one. Oh. Yeah, no, the, the one's right in front of us. Great. And then the other one is our Campbell Soup. It's the New England Lupulin uh, Soup. Again, powder. I, every time I see these, yeah. I'm amazed he hasn't been like sued out of business yet <laughs> for copyright infringement. Right. But he's got many others. Check out his website. Like? Go to mybomberjackets.com. Yeah, like in the promo things. code area during checkout, type in WART. You will receive 15% of your order, and any order over $30 will receive free shipping. So go ahead and check them out, mybomberjackets.com. Our other sponsor is Shirts on Tap, shirtsontap.com. Again, uh, another promo code for you guys. Type in WART, W-O-R-T, and receive your first monthly installment of Shirts on Tap for $5. And after that, you will only be paying $13 a month for a brand new shirt from a brewery all across the country. And they're pretty dope. I'm actually wearing mine today. I got my uh, Burz beers. Is that Bruz? Bruz beers, right. I couldn't remember where it was from. Uh, but very cool, and they send you different uh, T-shirts from different breweries all around. Yes, I know it's kind of weird that there's a, a T-shirt from a brewery you probably have never been to, but it's kind of cool to have a couple of these, and people are like, oh, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I went to Shirts on Tap, and there you go. And the promo code type in WART, receive uh, your first shipment for 5 bucks. Check them out, mybomberjackets.com and Shirts on Tap. So there's our sponsors for tonight, <sighs> and we're ready to go. <laughs> And, and Graz interrupted that whole flow. And now we can start the show. Ah, Charlie from 1940s. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. How I, are you guys doing? I'm awesome. I want to first start thanking you for coming on the show during the Great Beer Expo. We had a good time with you. All you guys uh, you know, showed your support for our show by coming on and give us a little um, you know, rundown of what you were serving that day and then kind of what was going on. Now we have you in the long form, and we're really going to kind of dig down a little bit and talk to you about how this all came about. And uh, needless to say, you're a, uh, an older gentleman, and you don't see too many of those in a relatively new brewery. 
So I'm very interested in how at this stage in your life, and I'm serious because <laughs> I, I would assume you had done something prior to this. Yes, I have. And then you, this might be the retirement fund or the, the, just the interest to keep yourself Passion occupied. Projects. But I know it's also a family business. So let's go way back to the beginning. How did this all start? Well, how the brewery got started basically was like uh, I was a home brewer for a couple of years. And one day at a homebrew meeting, a gentleman came in, said he was going to start an incubator over in Farmingdale. Okay. So I, I says, like, can't be. This is like, I could walk there in five minutes. I want in on this. Right. So uh, I put my application in along with uh, Pool Boy Brewing Company, Brewers Collective, and the three of us, plus the, uh, the host brewery, A Taste of Long Island, Built out the play, uh, the basement and everything so we could ferment and carbonate downstairs and serve. Uh, he allowed us to have a tap or two upstairs in his thing. And we learned uh, how to sell and, you know, get out, get our beer marketed and things like that. Nice. Now, uh, there's, it's kind of amazing how many people actually came out of that Taste of New York uh, incubator. You said Po' Boy. Po' Boy Brewing Company. Brewers Collective yep. came out of there. Uh, lithology, lithology, of course. Lithology took it. Did uh, Tweaking Frog or Squareheads end Belgium? up in there? Flying uh, Belgium. Flying Belgium was in there. Uh, uh, Tweaking Frog was in there, and then he moved out to Jamesport. Yeah. And then yeah. since his, he closed up. Yeah. Uh, hmm. I think Bellport Brewing Company was in there briefly. Okay. And, uh, you know, that th- th- there was quite a few that were in, in there. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, it. Was one of those places that was like pretty amazing that they ended up coming in and and you know lithology pretty much took over everybody, but yeah. everyone then was kind of forced yeah. to go do what they had to do. No, we weren't forced. What happened is like a lot of us started to leave on our own because we realized we were needing to get bigger. Right. We needed our own space. Okay. So we started to move out. Lithology was the only brewery there because I had announced that I was leaving. Oh, uh, okay. And then the the guy that owned the Taste of Long Island, he decided to sell it. He sold uh, the uh, the goods to Lithology, and they remodeled the place and made it a very nice tasting room, and you know, serving their stuff and doing their thing. Nice. Um, I have, and have you ever heard of the TV show uh, Brewed in New York? It's a PBS show. I've heard of it. Yeah, so they go around New York State and, and kind of mm. isolate individual regions and um, basically, you know, pick out a few breweries in that region, talk about a little of the history of that area, and then explore the brewing process and things like that. So we're anticipating the phone call that just came in, and, and I put him on hold, uh, Matt, just so you know. Uh, he's the host of Brewed in New York on PBS. Uh, just give us a call right back. Um, he said he didn't hear any sound, so uh, maybe I just didn't put him through on program or something. So I'll figure that out when he calls in and, and see if we can get him going. Um, yeah, but anyway, you know, the, uh, the, the process of, of creating that incubator and having that, um, you know, that space really was important to a lot of these brewers on Long Island, right? I mean, that was something that really set them up to, for success. Well, what it did is set us up to learn how to deal with certain, you know, you, instead of just jumping into the brewing process, going from home brewing to yeah. now, you, instead of making Matt, five there? gallon batches, I am. All right, hold on. You're making uh, three ga- uh, three barrel batches, right? And you have to you, you have to actually fill out a do a business plan. You have to do your paperwork licensing and licensing. Everything gets done there, 
and it gives you the baby steps. And it definitely helps to go from home brewing to starting <clears throat> a business. And it definitely right. helps to be in a group like that too, a yeah. bunch of guys all kind of trying and to reach a certain goal. As a matter of fact, we're very gl- good friends still today. We yeah. we support each other. Uh, we're actually, the Brewers Collective is doing a uh, indie, oh, the, uh, cask, uh, indie cask yeah. fest. And uh, that's coming up this weekend or next weekend? It's the, next, six, it's the 16th. 15th? Yeah. Oh, okay, three 16th. weekends. All right, cool. Yeah. On the phone, we have Matt, uh, and I'm going to kill your last name, Matt. It's uh, Archambault? Uh, yeah, I say Archambo, but uh, Archambo, okay. it's a weird one. That's a yeah. very, very fancy way of saying what I'm reading here. <laughs> <laughs> so Matt is the co-host of uh, Brood in New York, a show airing on PBS still to this day. I, I only picked up on it recently, and that's why we reached out to you to call in. And, and Matt, you've been going all over New York State and interviewing brewers and uh, getting to know uh, the areas. Um, first, how did this all come about that you became the co-host? Well, uh, thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, it's, thanks uh, for being good on. to talk to you. Yeah. Uh, so basically, uh, Cuomo, Governor Cuomo has been like a great friend of the craft beverage industry in the state. And that's beer, but also wine and cider and even other things. And he was looking for a way to communicate the success of ah. some of that to the rest of the state. So he, uh, you know, the, the state arranged to have some grant money put aside hmm. to communicate this. Uh, and they were specifically, it was a media grant for people to apply for. So oh, I didn't even know that. I would have done it, and we would have had a show on there. <laughs> Goddamn promo. <laughs> well, listen, I'll tell you what. Yeah. The grant is still available right now. It was offered for a couple of years in a row. So Fucking A. Yeah, We're gonna, I am for going to. For fuck's sake. For fuck's sake. No, for real. You guys should, because yeah. anyone who's communicating this out to a, a good number of people, you can get some, some decent money. Um, so uh, a good number of people. Yeah, no, I, hey, I'll take ten. I don't give a shit. Um, hey, we'll probably we'll probably have to watch our mouths though when Governor Cuomo is listening into our uh, our podcast a little bit. We'll have to we'll have to go a little cleaner. That's fine. It's gonna be a problem. So anyway, you we were ha- hoping to get him for an interview, uh, but uh, didn't didn't end up happening. Hopefully, we'll get another season. We're working on that now. Awesome. So, anyways, uh, a guy who worked for PBS was working with a small production company in Schenectady in the Capital Region. Yeah. And uh, one of the said, shows, you know, yep. And he yeah. said, I know if we make a show a certain way, because he worked with PBS for so long, he said, I know uh, we'll get a PBS market in New York State to pick it up. There's like eight different PBS channels. Yeah. He was like, I'm sure we can get one. And if the show's of statewide interest, then every single PBS channel will pick it up and air, will air it. So he knew how to kind of focus the show on the entire state right so that it was of statewide interest so it's airing all over the state right now now did you ever do an uh, an episode focusing on long island at all yes yeah so we did okay. there's 13 episodes okay each episode focuses on a different region of the state so yeah there is i don't a long think i caught that one yet so i was interested in which breweries you ended up interviewing but go ahead tell me tell me the rest about it you know, yeah, yeah. Well, th- well, in, in long, uh, well, I mean, that's really the, the the end of it. We went around the state, every region, and like interviewed brewers, beer people, and then some like ancillary um, kind of beer support things. Mm. Like the, the Long Island episode, um, there was limited time. It was towards the end of the run, so the there's a segment that's not Long Island, but it's an awesome segment oh. about uh, Adirondack barrel cooperage. We go to a barrel cooperage and okay. got this unbelievable footage of guys who's making barrels that a ton of local like beer makers in the state are using to age their beers. Cool. And I had never actually seen that process. It's so cool. They fire, they put, throw flames through the middle of the barrel, right? Oh, dude, there's so much fire. It was like (laughs) way more cool looking. So much fire. (laughs) So you, yeah. um, 
Yeah. Okay, I was going to say, you co-host the show with Maya, and so how did yep. you guys uh, end up getting together for that? Was that just the, the production company putting that together, or were you guys yeah, friendly I mean, before? There, yeah, so, I mean, no, uh, Maya and I haven't met. Uh, uh, I've I, uh, been an actor for a long time, and nice. I've kind of, like, given up on acting. I've also been in hospitality bars and restaurants for, like, okay. 26 years, ever since I was 11. And... So a, a, a woman that I had been in a play with in like Summerstock in 2004 or something <laughs> in Cape Cod recommended me for this audition. Um, so I got a Facebook message randomly one day saying, would you like to audition for, to host a beer show? And I was already, you know, fully fallen for beer at the time. So, yeah. of course, I was I jumped on it. That's sort of how, that's, the, that's how I got out of this. Point. Yeah, that's how Pete got here. <laughs> I was like, hey, yeah. hey, Pete, do you want to do a beer show? He goes, uh, does it get me out of the house? Can I drink beer? And the answer was, well, both of <laughs> yes. Sure. He goes, then I'm yeah. in 100%. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so Pete, you know, it's like this is just the luckiest thing to happen Absolutely. ever. Um, so, I, of course, I was like, yeah. So I went to an audition, and it went fine, and went to a callback, and it went even better. And uh, they were like, any, you know, after the audition, they were like, cool, I think we're all set. Do you have anything else for us? And me... You know, my, my dream of being beer. <laughs> anything professionally was kind of dying on the floor, ready for a bullet. So I was like, this might be my last opportunity. So I said, uh, yeah, there is something. So I sat down at the table with them, and I was like, listen, your ad said beer experience is a plus. It's not a plus. You need beer, beer experience. Mm-hmm. You need someone who knows what they're doing. When someone goes to talk to these brewers, I mean, I, I don't know everything, but uh, I, I'm interested to know everything. Right. Uh, and, uh, so I kind of gave him the, uh, the drill. I was like, listen, I got to have this. And it worked out and, uh, ended up getting paid to travel the entire state and drink beer. Yeah. You took my job from me. My perfect dream job. Right from underneath yeah, but you my know feet. What? I'm ju- See, I'm jealous of you though, because Why? So we were operating on a slim budget okay. doing this, this show and it, it, we're very proud of it, but you're like getting together regularly with, with friends to like yeah, good point. talk and do your, you, you own your own show, man. Like this is so cool. In the studio today with us, Matt, we have uh, Charlie from the 1940s Brewery right here in Holbrook, New York. Say hello to him. Oh, nice. How you doing, man? Hey, how you doing? We were uh, were just going through the interview before when you were calling in and started it, but I wanted to get to you because we have Charlie all night, but we only want to keep you busy for a little bit. Oh, it's all good. I'm sorry. I I probably interrupted a really good conversation. (laughs) We'll we'll get right back to it. We got him for a while, and we still didn't even crack a beer yet, so trust me, it'll it'll get crazy in a little bit. Nice, dude. Um, so do you, you said you have potentially new episodes coming out. Um, when did the first episode air and when did the last episode air? So we were picked up, uh, uh, really with, uh, uh, Rochester. That was the PBS market that picked us up. Okay. Uh, so we started airing there first and every place was airing in the state was different times, um, different days and even different orders of episodes. Okay. So we didn't start airing in the city where I live. I'm, Standing in Long Island City, Queens, right now outside. Hey, you're not that far from us. You're coming on the show one day. Get your butt out of here. Come on, I'm, I'm, I'm totally in. All right, cool. Um, I'll talk to you. <laughs> so, uh, so it, it's right now where I think we're ten episodes deep in the season for the city in Long Island. Okay. Right now in the city, it's uh, uh, Sundays at seven thirty p.m. But basically, if you yes. go to broodinnewyorkshow.com, dot com, mm-hmm. you can see what the the airing dates for every single place in the entire state. Oh, cool. All right, and then the main the main thing is we're trying to find money to get another season. Um, everyone's super on board. Uh, we have some money like committed. We just need to find a couple more advertisers to mm-hmm. like make it happen again. We'd yeah, I love think that's a, to do it. Again. A PBS problem because they only have certain advertisers. 
associated with the network. So is that some yeah. red tape you have to cut through? Yeah, I, I didn't understand all that fully, but yeah. basically we can't we can't straight up advertise in a way, but there's a way that they can be supporters. Okay. So there's some kind of thin line. Yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah. We, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah. So uh, when you come back, and, and so there's more episodes to, to be aired or, or to, to, by the way, record, um, would you revisit some of the parts of the state or are you trying to scoot into different areas or, or start s- separating well, certain I- areas into subsections? Yeah. Well, my, my preference would be to stay in New York and do a whole other round of New York State. Yes. There's a lot of things that I would want to do. I mean, I would love to talk to beer media people. I'm not just saying this to scratch your back, but I would love to talk to people who are in media like you. We would love, would to, love talk to talk to you, to man. More beer and bottle shop owners. Oh, sorry, bar and bottle shop owners. Yeah, that's um, our next episode. I would love to talk to a distributor. You know, there's a lot. Everyone's so, like... Um, over, head over heels over the brewers. Yes. But this industry is big. We love you, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone does Everyone, love Charlie. I work I work for Fifth Hammer Brewing in Long Island City. We're actually here on our uh, late holiday party right you now. Do. I stepped out of the Italian restaurant. Uh. And we're... So I just stepped out to, to chat with you guys. But uh, my so buddy I love Nick, brewers. My buddy Nick uh, lives over there in... Um, I forget what the exact area is, but right by the uh, Clearview. And uh, he loves Fifth Hammer. It's oh, one man, Fifth Hammer is such a sleeper in the city. It's going to blow. One day, like, the reputation will just finally hit the uh, more people, and people will see what's going on there. It's a really good brewery. Yeah, he goes there quite often. That's pretty cool. So what do you, what do, you do in respect for them? I'm front of house, man. Okay. Uh, people who I know who know I love beer, they're like, do you want to brew? Are you going to brew one day? But, I, I, you know, I'm kind of, I love hospitality. I love the retail side of it. Um, I like being behind the bar, like running the tap room. I, I was, I worked uh, for a while at Single Cut, managing their tap room. Cool. Um, so I'm kind of look, looking for that for that next big gig, but yeah. I'm having a ball right now with this. And you hammer. look like you sound like you have the personality for it, and you, you show well on television. So uh, I think you're in the I right spot that. for that. You know what's funny with the, the TV show is I will never make fun of. Uh, Carson Daly ever again. <laughs> what? That no, shit is so hard. No. <laughs> it's just hard. You can still do Every it. You still a douche. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy. Whenever, whenever I, yes. look, I look at the show and I'm like looking at a shot of me. I'm, I'm like taking a sip of a beer and I look angry. And I'm like, God, <laughs> if I'm not smiling at all times, I'm going to look so bad. This it's hazy so makes me want to punch you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, hazy smash. Yes. <laughs> There's the new name of our beer. <laughs> the yeah, Hulk exactly. and a Hop and Hazy Smash. Love it. <laughs> Matt, listen, we're going to get back to the show. We really appreciate it. And listen, I'm going to talk to you about a lot of things now that you opened up a little bit of a can of worms, and we'll get you on the show and get you in studio. Dude, super on board. Thank you for, uh, thank you for reaching Thanks out for to me. In. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Bye, guys. All right, have a good one. That's Matt from Brood in New York, host, co-host of the Brood in New York television show airing on PBS Sunday nights. Check him out. The schedule's on broodinnewyork.com, uh, and you can look up all the episodes. And I'll tell you, it's, it's fun. He's a, he is a good personality. His co-host, Maya, is very good. Um, like he said, he, I don't think he came in with the knowledge he has now. I think he learned it by doing. Like Pete and I came in with a, lot, yeah. a, a very baseline and a bit of knowledge in the brewing process, but having you guys in, Charlie, the brewers, have really opened our eyes to different styles, different uh, techniques, different things that you're doing. Um, so that's why we bring you guys in here, because we want to learn from you. That's pretty much it. Not so we can homebrew, because we're shit not doing that at all. I don't have that time. We don't have that time or energy. <laughs> uh, but we do like the knowledge. I think that's one of our... And we do like drinking the beer, of course. 
So uh, continue on. You were saying you were at home brewery, you were in the incubator, so then you were kind of uh, all going out in your separate ways. So how'd you end up at Holbrook? What was the draw? It's, it, what happened is we were supposed to be in Bohemia on, Lincoln, on uh, Lakeland Avenue in Bohemia, and the place wasn't set up right for us. Okay. So we went back, and uh, I looked around f- uh, on the commercial real estate web pages and came across two places, and this was the one when we walked in. The uh, ice cream company there was leaving. Wow. The production room was already set. The floor drain was already in. Boom. The septic system was already in place <laughs> in the building. I says, you can't ask for anything more. It right. had 100-amp service, gas. It had everything we needed. and Not a lot Not a lot to change in the building, so it makes no. setting up a lot quicker, I guess, right? right? Yeah. It made well, it, cost-wise, you know, too. I mean, to, yeah. to rip up the floors and do the draining system alone is a huge undertaking. It, it is. And time-consuming. It is. I, I know guys who've do, done it or do, and have done it and mm. are doing it, and it is time-consuming, and it's also very uh, costly, I costly yeah. on the other side. That's a home run to, to walk into a place like that and find all mm-hmm. your checklist items completely yeah. finished. Yeah. It made, it made it easy for us. We just had to – I had a great architect. He took us through every step with the town, with Suffolk County Department of Health. And it was great. Now, and how long did it tap room and then on your way after that, right? That's it took us from start to finish. We signed a lease starting December 1 in 2015. Doors were open the last uh, weekend in August of 2016. Now, that. And that included getting your licensing in and everything approved? It, it included getting the, the licenses transferred from Farmingdale to oh, okay. Holbrook. Ah, it, so you already had it going in there, right. right. Now, and, it wasn't a group one. You had it. Uh, yeah. We, you it, have to have your right. own. You we can't do it have, under a, an umbrella. Right. Okay. Uh, we had our own. We changed from an alternate proprietorship to a full brewery license. Okay, yeah. And just bringing in the grain, we had to set up the equipment and do some test runs. We did water test runs, and then we did some batch test runs. And then we could start about June or July. We got approval from the state to start brewing inside so okay. we could then stock up for when we open the doors. Opening, yeah. Now, how uh, long does that process usually take from the moment you decide, all right, we're, we're on track now, we're on the path? Do you say I need like four, six, eight weeks or does it depend on the styles that you're looking to open with? Well, it, 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 most of us all do ales. A lot of us now, or some of them, are getting into doing lagers. Ales yeah. usually take two, maybe three weeks tops. Okay. If you're dry hopping and doing other special things with it, but your lagers take at least six weeks. We have a lager coming out. It was brewed two days before the end of last year. Huh. And it's so that's still some time in the tank. It just got dry hopped. Okay. Oh, okay. So is it going to be a, a, a lager IPA or it's would it? a IPL. IPL? IPL, there you go. And we love those. Yeah. We love those. Got a few lot. from Barrage. Steve makes uh, a couple yeah, of those. Oh, yeah, he's, he's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Every, everyone's face kind of just does that when you mention Steve. It's like, yeah. Well, he's, he's, he's fucking of, Steve. He's, he's one of my mentors. <laughs> yeah. He's one who, when I came at, when I finished up in Farmingdale, cleaning and everything or doing whatever I was doing there, I would go over to his place. And we would hang out and drink beer and just talk. And I learned so much from him. And my other two mentors were Greg and Dan from Long Island. Yes. They would, they, these uh, guys that said, you know. Great guys. We yep. had them both on the show, all of those guys on the show. And man, and we had at the, at the beer fest as well. Yep. I mean, unbelievable. And they still want to both kill us. 
uh, for not coming out to Long Island. We haven't been out to Long Island. I have been mm-hmm. at your brewery mm-hmm. uh, once on the way home from uh, Brookhaven. Uh, over the summer, I stopped and grabbed a quick pint. I couldn't stay long, and you were closing anyway. It was getting late on a uh, Friday night. I don't know. Um, no, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But I was there, and I enjoyed a nice pint. It was great. Um, and I like the, the, the feel of the place. So tell us a little bit about the place and what to expect when you walk in and what you see on the walls and what's going on inside the brewery. Well, the feel of the place, believe it or not, was designed by my son, in, uh, who's now living in Colorado, uh, California. Mm. And he does all my graphic arts work and everything. And he says to me, he says, you, don't want, you want a place that's warm and friendly. You want the people to come in and stay in. Right. It's kind of like he says, remember the TV show Cheers, where everybody knows your name? Well, here we pride ourselves on knowing everybody. If we don't know your name, if you're a Mug Club member, we know your name. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> you're so, there enough. We're going to yeah. see your face walk in the door. So it, 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 he designed it without even seeing what the place looked like. He told us to pick out the brown colors on the wall, the uh, uh the other, he says, wherever your doors are, make them a dark, dark gray. Mm-hmm. And we stayed with that through that theme of uh, the brown and the gray throughout the whole place. The ceiling is painted black. Mm-hmm. And we built a bar and we stained it mahogany, red mahogany. It's a beautiful bar. And the chairs that are in that tasting room came out of Long Ireland. Oh, cool. Oh. Because Dan was happening to get new chairs, <laughs> and he says, "You want my chairs?" And I said, "Yes, I do." Okay. <laughs> he says, okay, "Free chairs, let's, sure. Let's, let's make a deal." <laughs> what else you got? You want to throw something else in there? Oh, he did. The he threw a few other things. There you in. go. Yeah. <laughs> nice. But uh, that's that's that was all part of it, and it seems that the people that come in, they they're disc- still discovering us because we're you know everybody goes flying up Lincoln Avenue once they cross Vets Highway. They're mm-hmm. like. On, on their way to the train station. And you're in a little hub there. You have a bunch of breweries that people can spend a day and hop around at. Um, how has that affected everything in and around the area? I don't know what it's done to the other areas, but the, the breweries are doing great because we have uh, south of me between, uh, I would say, Sunrise and Vets Highway, you have Spider Bite, yep. who's been there forever. Larry and his wife time. are killing yeah, yeah. it, yeah. Yeah. And and then uh, across the way is uh, Jamie from St. James Brewing Company. Yeah, and he's doing so, some great Belgian style yes. beer and oh, um, stuff. I would say that would even you you see Pete's a Belgian guy. Yes, this is something you would like. I don't think we've had one with you, have we? I don't think you I brought have, one you, in. You have to get a triple. You have yes, to get, yes, yes, you did. Yeah. We brought in the triple one night. I had his quad many years ago oh. at Hops and Props when he Ooh, brought it. In. Okay, Ooh, that was. That was something else. Yes. And then um, you have us, and then on our side, but not on Lincoln, but about two streets down on Grundy. They're on High Street, which is off of Grundy, Mm. uh, is Squarehead. They just got themselves open this year. They did, yes, that's right. And uh, And they've always been just there, right? They've always been around. Like you said, they were in Taste of New York at one point. No, they were were always No, I'm still thinking of Tweak and Frog. That's what it is, yeah. They've been there for a number of years. They just had some... Uh, problems getting everything, all the ducks in a row to get mm. open, and they finally did it, and they got open, and they're producing uh, beer, and everybody's enjoying the the idea of coming into Holbrook now, and you have four breweries, and you can hit all of those, and then yeah. stumble down into Patchog <laughs> and uh, get something to eat and enjoy some more craft. Beer. That's right. Have you been to the new uh, Patchog Beer Project? 
I have been in the Patchwork Beer Project before it opened. Ah, of course you have. That. You got the special <laughs> invite. Yes. We got the special invite from Mike. <laughs> nice. And we reached out to them. They were interested. So I just mm-hmm. didn't know, um, you know, they just reopened again. Was that a licensing thing? Did you hear what had happened? What had happened? Or a town thing? It was a more a building thing. Oh, okay. Uh, had nothing to do with the- Fire marshal Bill has uh, to come in and make nope, it a beer. Nope, nope. <laughs> Someone's got to get their taste in the town. Someone's no. got to get their payoff. <laughs> Nah. Nah, just something stupid. It was something a, stupid yeah. with the building, yeah, right. and the, and uh, they got open, I think, the next day or two days later. It was no problem. All right, so that's easy enough. Not a big deal. The um the the, the big thing that uh, I'm really questioning is if you were a brewery right now with your licensing into the government, how long do you think you're going to have to wait for that shit? Are we going to well, be able to get it in in these three weeks here? People going to be issued licenses these next three weeks? Oh, they got a backlog. I know the, the, from what the, they said on the news tonight at the IRS for over a year. Jesus oh, Christ. Yeah. So when you were doing it, I mean, you, you basically outlined from December to August. It's about a six, eight, eight month period, yeah. right? right. That, that we had you a, were transferring. Yeah, we were transferring. It took us actually, I think it was three Four months with the it was three or four months with the federal and the state was right on top of us. As soon as we got the federal off to the state, they yeah. they they had us within a few weeks. So you have to submit that to the state. Your you federal have, your once federal, you get it. Your federal has to be done first. Okay. Ah, okay. All right. So that's what's really holding everybody up in a sense. There's yeah. there's uh, at least two breweries that we're thinking of now, uh, Secatog and Twenty Seven A, that have their they're, licensing in, and they're just going. They're, they're they're waiting. They're waiting on the federal government. Yeah, they went back to work, so maybe they'll hear hear something, hear something at yeah. least nice. something back, just saying we have it, we're processing, and we can right. move it along. Because the state didn't hold them up, so it's going to be tough. I mean, it's got to be rough to have a space. You're renting the space, you're yeah. leasing the space, mm-hmm. you're paying for it and getting nothing in return, and you're just sitting there waiting on the clock. Yeah, because the state will not give you permission. Mm-hmm. Until you, you know, get your federal ap- approval, right. then they'll send you, uh, you know, you submit your, your, your application, and then they turn around and they say, hey, uh, you're good to go, but we need this, this, and this, and you have uh, X amount of days to get it in. Hmm. And then you, do, you, you concentrate There's on like that. There's like a window there that you just... And it's a window, and you fill in the window, and then you get your stuff in, and that's it. Huh. Do you think it was much easier back when you did it that the pro- – besides being the government being shut down, just because of the number of – or fluctuation of breweries that have come in the last two or three years, was it easier back in 2015? you think it was more streamlined? It was quicker, less to worry no, about? No, they, they, they – believe it or not, when we moved, I had called them up and spoke to five different people, <laughs> told me the same thing. The old jerk around. So <laughs> Let me I get you around this guy. So I did what the five people said. Mm-hmm. And then I get a phone call. You're not. You submitted the wrong form. Oh, oh my god! Lord. Within two so, weeks, I had my not. I had my license okay. because they fast tracked it. I says. I says. I called up today. I says. You speak to your receptionist. They said the same thing. The yeah. people. You know. This is what happens because they not. They were not prepared for all the breweries that were coming through back then, and now you have even more coming through. Sure. So hopefully they've gotten. You know, it's gotten, gotten better, better at the paperwork. Yeah. yeah. Now, do you hold a farm license in that regard? No, we let the farm license go. Okay. Now, uh, do you think that was a good plan? Thinking wh- about why what, was that? Yeah. Why was why, that? Why was a choice? What there? led yeah. to that decision? I didn't say that. Like, do you really think that was a good plan, Charlie? <laughs> Did you really make a good decision? That's not what I meant by that. No, it, the farm brewery license is it, I, is where we all st- why we got into it because there were certain things that were going to 
work out for us. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was also the fact that you were supporting a New York-based they, they were getting the farms back up and use, running. Mm -hmm. You had multiple com uh, uh, people opening now malt houses. Yes. So you have all of that going on. But uh, when you go ahead and you're making a product and you're trying to be competitive in the market and you know what your your costs are, upstate, the rent and everything and the electric is, is not like what we nope. pay on, on the island here. Not in the most expensive counties in the country, and no. it yeah. doesn't seem like everyone it's cheaper elsewhere. Yeah, and it doesn't yeah, seem like that. anyone gives a shit about that. They're like, I don't give a shit if your electric costs twice as much as upstate. You yeah. chose that. That's what how people react to that. I'm like, that still not doesn't make it fair. No, but, at all. But at the same time, uh, when you can uh, spend less money on buying U.S. made grain, but it comes from the Midwest mm -hmm. mm. compared to the price of New York, yeah, state grain. So it just it, even, it became it, just it, the cost. Yeah, because uh, the price when we were doing it, it was like uh, nine. And I think it was uh, ninety cents to ninety-five cents, or almost a dollar a pound. <laughs> oh, okay. just for regular base for uh, grain, base two-row grain. Yeah, okay. Not to say what your adjuncts would cost. Right, right. So or your hops. You were you were allowed at that time. The license said twenty percent of right. New York State. Right. Now so it's up to like here, 60, I think. Here we had New York State grain here. We had the the, the other grain from either uh, Country Malt or Brewer's Supply Group here. Yeah. And we, you know, calculate the rest, boom, off it goes. Hmm. And uh, you, you, same thing with your, your hops are not, New York used to be back in its heyday before. Before the, Prohibition, right? It was the Before the fungus destroyed the, yeah. the, the crops upstate. The, the hops were plentiful. Yep, number one hop producer in, in the world. In the world. Mm. Yeah. So, by the way, and, and it's a great tie-in, Matt, the, the latest episode that aired on Sunday, um, spoke about this. One of the segments was the history of central New York being one of the largest hop producers, and he went into the fungus that killed most of it off, and everyone had to then go out to the northwest because they found the temperature was more um, consistent um, for hop growing, and that's what would keep the fungus away mm -hmm. and uh, yeah. ended up not spreading out there. And that's when we started getting all those West Coast hoppy beers because of that whole movement. And now only recently did they start, as we know, growing more hops here because of science and the ability to, you know, I guess hybrid and, and what's the word, uh, genealogy of the plant yes. itself to produce one that would be more resistant to, to that it. fungus. Mm -hmm. So now we can grow it here without worrying about, you know, pesticides or even... I was going to say pesticides have come a long no, way. No, they can't. No, they, it's, too. it's too much of a porous <laughs> plant to do that. Like on a tomato, yeah. it's one thing, but on a plant like that, mm -hmm. um, I, don't, I don't think it would translate well. So it's really about science and them developing a new way of doing it. And he went into all that, and I thought that was really uh, a great time because he explored all that, um, you know, between the prohibition and then the mm -hmm. fungus and then just killed New York. My biggest question is, do you think New York State at this point right now can keep up with the demand for that supply for the people that own farm licenses? Which I, is what I would scare me. That's one of the reasons what, what drove us away from it was we knew we were going to have to go, you know, it was going to go to 60%. Mm -hmm. So we decided, no, we'll just do the regular microbrewery license because we're going to be producing so much that... And the quality of what was coming in 
seem to vary between what you would get in the Midwest and mm. what we had here. So it was it was better for us to okay. make that change. Not all the breweries do it. Uh, some still hold due licenses. Okay. But we've opted to do that. What we lost in that uh, deal was that once we gave it up, if you have a farm brewery's license, you can sell farm breweries, you know. A, uh, a, wine a, and liquor. A, a, like a winery that has their farm winery license. Mm-hmm. You can go back and forth. If there's a distillery, you can sell his their, their product yeah. in your place. If, you, if there's a, a winery, you can have wine in your place as well. As a regular microbrewer, we can't do that. Okay. And a winery that holds a farm license can sell farm licensed beer in their winery as well. Yes. Yes. So that's why something like even, I don't know. Harborhead, I think, has um, the brewery that the winery that's opening up in or opened up in Northport. I think they have, uh, Mm -hmm. they're on tap there. Yeah. So they they hold that farm license. And I could see where there's, you know, a balance and you got to weigh out your options. I just I'm I'm actually scared for a lot of the brewers that have farm licenses because from what I see the production is just not there. We go through these climate changes here that are so drastic, and at times you're relying on the climate to grow your crop, that it's going to be hard to stockpile without absorbing a lot of land, and right. then again charging a lot more. We're in New York State, so there's going to well, come I, a tipping I, point I, there. I, I think. believe it goes up. I I don't know if it was this year. I think it was, I yeah. Think it goes, it goes up, up to the, 60. Six, uh, no, 90. 90%? What? Yeah, it goes from 20 to 60 to 90. Are the inse- So the, there's an incentive there for the, for the brewer to, f- on that license. Is there an incentive for, on the other side, for, on the supply side, for the farmer? Is there any incentive, you know, any tax? For them for supplying To, to grow hops or grow malt versus, you know, that carrots. Is, that you would have to speak to somebody in the farm, the farm bureau about. Yeah. But from what I have heard from the people... Who's, who grow some of the grain, that they are paying... At the time when we had the one meeting, somebody who owned farms out in Long Island said, yes, the problem is we normally can get 35 a foot, mm-hmm. 35 cents a foot. We got to give them... They, they won't take it unless it's 25 cents a foot. I said, hmm. well, there's your problem. Hmm. You're selling it for 25, and the malt house sells it to us for a for dollar a pound. I says, well, somebody's making money in this deal. <laughs> Somebody's Where making more money than me. <laughs> Was it? The it's fuck not is going? You and it's not us. So you know, and Jesus. It, it's you, you're kind of like between a rock and a hard place. Yeah, and, yeah. It's, 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 I would imagine it's a really tough decision when you have to make it. Now, is that during the licensing part to the federal? or Is that only to the state where you have to decide? I'm doing farm license. Uh, it's the part that goes to the state. Okay, so you can apply to the federal, get that, and yeah, then that's the when... Federal, the federal license is, uh, is... Everybody has to do that throughout the country. Okay. It's your individual state licenses that okay. require you to do different things. And you check off whether you want farm or, you know, nano or micro, whatever they decide... Right, right, right. ...where your terminology fits in. Wow. I, that's, that's scary. So um, let's take a quick break. I, I don't yeah. have to pee, just so you know. That's because we haven't drank anything. (laughs) And that's why we're taking a break. We had a moment to stretch and crack some beers, and we're going to be right back. This is the Work with Mike and Pete, govsradio.com, 516-465-3990, Guys, we'll be right back after this. Govs Radio. (laughs) This is the Work on Govs Radio. I hope I'm on. I probably am not. This is the Work with Mike and Pete, govsradio.com. How are you? 
Uh, I just had a little bit of a mishap here, like an asshole. Um, I just sneezed into my beer. Board. <laughs> I know. I, I took a. I took like a heavy breath to not uh, sneeze, and I ended up sneezing right into it. Uh, so it's usually me spilling shit all over. It this. is, and I think yes, we did lose the phone. I think I pushed a whole bunch of buttons. Oh, there we go. I got him. I got him back. Look at I hit block wall by accident. I knew it was something stupid. So I'm now wiping my mouth with uh, the dirtiest potential uh, rag that I can I find. I don't want to know what happened to that rag. During I'm our pretty sure it's, it's not stiff, so I think we're pretty good. <laughs> Before we continue on, I do want to introduce Hector's flop sweats one of our, uh, <laughs> our, our avid listeners here at Govs Radio. Uh, D.B. Frick is in the uh, O'Toole room over there. Say hi, Hey, DB. guys. How you doing? All right. Thanks, D.B., for joining us today. He's, uh, he's kind of uh, sitting here looking to what I do. Did I do something else now? Yeah, yeah I did. Oh, I push, I push that button. Yeah. My bad. There we go. My bad. Um, I'm just just wiping off the uh, the mist <laughs> that that was created f- through my beard, and onto the uh, ev- pretty much everything. Onto the everything. Um, so in the break, we did get a phone call from Ashley Blonde Brew Reviews online. Check her out, Blonde Brew Reviews on Instagram. She lives down in Florida, and she reviews some of the uh, the best breweries in her area. And she does do a little bit of traveling, and she does some uh, really great blogging about it. Um, we are not a review show, but we are very, very interested in talking to her and about the uh, breweries that uh, have opened up in the last uh, year and a half since we talked to her almost a year ago on one of our first yes, shows. Yes, She was one of our first uh, callers, on-air callers, right? I think so, yeah. And, uh, I'm sorry, no, I still I still see spray on my phone. Oh my God, can't bring you anywhere. This is why I don't have nice things. I really don't have anything nice in life. Except for this show, which now I probably just ruined. <laughs> We're here with Charlie from the 1940s brewery out in Holbrook, Long Island. And uh, we just up. cracked a brand new beer that I sneezed into. <laughs> Fuck me. All right, everything's good now. We're fine. It was, like I said, it was just spray. It's a good thing I didn't uh, drop the beer as I was sneezing. That would have been uh, a god-awful thing and, and a reason for everyone to yell at me from here on out. Oh, you guys put on your My Bomber jackets. That is sure awesome. Did. So which one do you got, uh, Charlie? Which one do you have there? I got the one that looks like the post office. Oh, cool, beer yeah. Mail. Beer mail. I actually have to mail out some beer tomorrow. Do you? Where are you going to send it? Uh, I'm sending to Texas and Minnesota. Some, uh, Texas is getting uh, Marty. Okay. He's getting uh, Marty. some from Montauk. Uh, oh, yeah. What a... If we have three, an extra three um, wave chaser and three, uh, so say if you have an extra one here, just send that out. Get the name. Smart idea. Smart bastard. Wave chasers and uh, red arrows. Uh, arrow yeah, the stuff arrow. you can get anywhere. Yeah, yeah. But they can't, can't get, get them there. Right. Exactly. All right, so we just cracked a brand new beer, and uh, Charlie, why don't you tell us a little bit about this? Well, this is uh, our Wicked Chatter. It's our top-selling New England IPA. Uh, as you can see on the lovely can, it's. Uh, Dry hopped with Horizon, uh, Citra, and Amarillo. So what? Horizon's, the, Horizon's not, new. Yeah, yeah. That's, not, that's not one I've heard before. Tell us a little bit about that uh, acquisition. Acquisition? Acqu- acquisition. Acquisition. Well, acquisition. actually, we when we decided to do this, we were making a beer called Golden Riveter, which was uh, a very uh, more. We used uh, two row and a pilsner mix. Okay. And we used Horizon and Warrior hops. It was one of the uh, Warrior first, I've heard of, yeah. Yeah, it was one of the first IPAs we made uh, in Farmingdale. And then when we came out to um, to our own place and were able to expand on everything, we decided, you know, hey, let's put this together and 
hey, we got this hop. Let's get this and this, and because we use uh, Citra and Airfield, okay, and we added, uh, we wanted to have a different finish. to Yes, it, and that's so another one. Airfield is another one I've had. Yeah, that I've enjoyed. It probably at one of the festivals you were mm-hmm. serving up. Probably at Hops and Props. I'm sure that would be a great tie-in if you. Yes, if if. Yes, we're going to be at Hops and Props, <laughs> yes. of course. I was getting there. And uh, what we're bringing is still uh, to be determined. But really? we will have, uh, I believe, um, our blueberries coming with us. The Ooh. Sinner's Mass is coming with us. And one of our IPAs, it could be Wicked Chowder. The Sinner's Mass, you had at the Great Beer Expo? I believe we did, yeah. I okay. was thinking that yesterday. So my wife dragged me to church yesterday. Uh, and I <laughs> dragged uh, you to church? Dragged to church. That's uh, terrible. Almost literally, definitely figuratively. Okay. Um, and what time? <laughs> that's that's what I was thinking. Like, so I uh, I was here the night before. I got a shitty night of sleep because my my, my kid woke me up in the middle of the night. And I get a, I get out of the shower and I look in the mirror and I have like a bloodshot eye and I'm like, oh, I should be going to sitters mass instead of this nine thirty yeah. bullshit. <laughs> How many beers did you have the night before? It's it's known as the uh, the story the behind mass, it right? is it's the last mass of the day when you walk into church you sit down. And you look around, and there are all the drunks you were out with the night before. <laughs> Finally waking up and dragging their ass down the church. Uh, we have the phone ringing. This is the word with Mike and Pete. Who's on the phone? Hey, it's Blonde Brew Reviews. Hey, Ashley, how are you? What's up, Ashley? I'm good. How are you? So we wanted to honor you tonight because we're in our second season um, of The Word, a podcast with Mike and Pete. You are f- probably one of our first callers out of our friend circle to call into the show and give us a little rundown uh, last year on the uh, Florida beer scene and, and what you've been going on down there. And we've been following you ever since, and it looks like you've gone a little further away from your hometown and, and explored a little further out in the Florida area. So what has changed in a year? What new breweries are out? What have your tastes gone? What What's changed for you? Oh, gosh, a lot. Um <laughs> Where, where do I start? Was that a lot of questions um, right off the bat? Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. I mean, so last year, really kind of a blur because fi- we finally got married. Um, yes, congratulations. We saw the pictures thank online. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, we. I, I feel like I took a step back, but at the same time, there's so much that did change in beer. We did have a couple new breweries open. Um, tactical, that's a new one that's over, it's kind of like North Orlando. Okay. Um, really cool. They have, um, what are they called? God, I don't know. Their tap handles are really cool. I'd have to show you guys a picture. (laughs) And, um, um, it's like military. Oh, cool. Yeah. Really cool style brewery. Um, and then what's the other one? Um, God, it's on the tip of my tongue. I should have been more prepared. <laughs> That's all right. I do want to tell you while, you, while you're thinking about that, I've had a few people that listen to the show that have traveled down to Florida, and they've said, has anyone talked about any of the breweries down in Florida? I'm heading down to Orlando. And I said, yes, actually. Ashley Blom Brewer Reviews uh, had mm-hmm. recommended a few breweries down, breweries down there. One was very, very close to the airport. Which one was that? Oh, that was Ellipsis. Yes, and Ellipsis, uh, my friend Eric up in Massachusetts uh, flew down to Orlando and had some time on his business trip. He grabbed an Uber, went over to Ellipsis, and enjoyed a few pints, and he said it was a very good brewery, and he enjoyed it very immensely, and thank you for the recommendation. Oh, nice. Yeah, he had a good anytime, time. Anytime, anytime. 
Um, oh, the other brewery that, well, I guess it's not technically open yet, but it will be, is Rock Pit Brewing. And that's going to be ah, yes. like in the north northern Orlando area, too. We saw them pop up on Instagram there and immediately started following them. I think it was probably from you. Uh, throwing a post up there with a tag, and, and we ended up going over there. So mm-hmm. I'm headed down to the Naples area in three weeks. Have you ever ventured down to that area? Um, no, I don't think retiring? I actually have. Actually, <laughs> I, I'm retiring from life. I'm going to God's waiting room to die, and I would like a few nice beers before I do. Oh, my gosh. Um, I, I know there's a couple down there. Um, but I can't think of their names right now. I always have to look at a map to yeah. see where I'm, where I'm at. Um, that is on the Gulf side, right? Yes, correct. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I haven't really been over there. I feel like the main spots for beer in Florida are Tampa, Jacksonville, mm-hmm. Orlando, and I think Miami is, like, finally, you know, getting their feet in the water. Nice. Um but yeah, I guess the only one I can think of over in Naples is Riptide, uh, which I haven't ever had their beer or anything, but that is one that I know of that's over there. Now in the studio today, Ashley, we have Charlie from 1940s Brewery up here in New York. We're drinking a New England IPA called Wicked Chatter. And even though we're in New York, <laughs> it's a very New England uh, reference. And actually, Pete has his My Bomber jackets on that says New England Lupulin powder on it. Which she didn't use, but that's well, fine. I was going to say, I don't think there's any there, There's no Lupulin powder in this. <laughs> um, and why I mentioned uh, Charlie is because he's part of uh, a very large amount of breweries that have opened in the last five years. And because of that, New York State has had to uh, acknowledge the increase in breweries almost so that they've now produced TV shows and media coverage on the expansion of the brewery element here in New York. And they also have uh, a couple of different apps, and I know most people go to like Brew Advocate, a uh, Beer Advocate, and um, Untapped, Untapped, and things like that. But yeah. New York State has its own app called Think New York, Drink New York, and it actually gives you a map and a uh, a drop pin for every brewery in New York. Do you have something like that down in Florida? Is there anything like that that you've heard wow. of? Um, <laughs> wow! No, we don't have anything. Down here, geared towards that, um, we just kind of have the Central Florida Ale Trail, which I know they're actually about to do some major updating to, and that's you know Orlando and the greater Orlando area. Mm-hmm. Um, and each, like the Treasure Coast, has their own thing. I think Tampa has their own little passport. Um, so oh, we yeah, all yeah. kind of have like maps, but not apps. We're not up there. So yeah, we have the, the passport system is built into the Think New York, Drink New York. So as you visit a brewery, you can open up your app and you can stamp your passport. And they've since added this year brand new gifts and prizes for those people who have visited all the New York State breweries. You can earn uh, T-shirts and hats and uh, awards and uh, discounts at some of the breweries. So it's a really cool app that you uh, you should check out if you're ever in the Northeast area. But just the idea of it, maybe uh, you know, if you're ever bored and you want to develop an app, Take a look at the Think New York, Drink New York, and make still one for New York's idea. Yeah, still New York's idea, and do one down in Florida. You're going to make a butt ton of money. A couple advertisers yeah. on there, and you're set. Yeah, yeah. win the lotto, and you're set too, right? <laughs> That's a good point. A <laughs> lot <Less> work. <laughs> is, it, is it that far unachievable to create an app? I don't know how to do it, so I don't know. 
Uh, yeah, no, I you got me. I have no idea. Yeah. I don't know the first thing. I have tons of great ideas. I just <laughs> don't know how to get there. <laughs> you want to hear my brilliant idea when I was uh, 15 years old? It's called the scoozy. Are you ready? It's a koozie that goes around <laughs> your cigarettes and holds your lighter. That's when I smoked. <laughs> Since That's then, I've stopped smoking, but it's called a scoozy. That's dumb. You think? Do you think my dumb? You should bring it on on Shark Tank. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> it, you think it would be great for my bomber jackets? You think I can custom make me a scoozy? I think yeah. I think you need to make some kind of attachment so that it could go. Like, are there like a hood that it's going to go attached nice. to? Or are you going to have like the crazy drink? Or drug? like a sidecar to a twelve or sixteen ounce regular can, <laughs> right? And then your cigarettes pop into that area on the outside of it. Velcro them together <laughs> so they stay together. So now you got your one hand, you're holding your beer, your cigarettes, and your lighter. I wish the confused look I was giving you translated into, into radio. Into to sound that everyone could hear. <laughs> it is. It's called silence. I told you. I have, I, it's a great idea, but it sucks right now, I guess. <laughs> Shit. All right. Just, well. just work on it a little bit more. Oh, yeah, yeah. You'll get there. 15. I, it's 22 years later. Well, no, sorry, much more than that, 24 years later. I still haven't perfected the art, but I'll get there. <laughs> That's so, awesome. uh, so has anything kind of uh, truly changed tremendously down by you, uh, the beer scene, the, uh, the laws, or anything like that? Not that I have really been aware of. Um, and no, nothing's changed except for it seems like we are getting a couple more breweries, and I would say craft beer is, definitely picking up more than it was even a year ago um whether i mean hopefully i've had some part in that and spreading the word and getting people to try different things but you know maybe maybe not but um yeah nothing crazy has happened okay and so just the uh the tactile brewing has has been the one that that does it for your yeah lately? tactical <laughs> Tactical opened, and then Rock Pit's opening, and there's actually one more called Oviedo Brewing. They're okay. not quite open yet, but they will be soon, too. Nice. Awesome. And so what's yeah, in store so for you? you uh, still still working at the same place? Looking at anything new? What are you, what are you up to? Well, actually, um, this year I have a lot more stuff planned for my website. Um, okay. I think I'm going to finally start up a YouTube channel. Nice. I can help you I with would that like if you need to help. Get, yes, I need lots of help. <laughs> <laughs> um, We're actually streaming live not, on YouTube regret, right now. <laughs> you might regret offering that. No, it's all right. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna start home brewing a little bit more. Cool, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, we ha- we do have a hop farm. Um, I think that was kind of already here last year, but they were in the process of seeing if they could sex- successfully grow hops. Okay. Um, which it did work out, and I was able to go to their second harvest. Um, their third one is gonna be this coming June or July, I think. Okay. Um, Takes- but they're the only hop farm. In Orlando, which is really cool. Yeah, Charlie says the first two uh, uh, crops you had there were shit, uh, and you should wait for the third one. Yeah, yeah. Usually, usually it takes three years for them to really develop to get get their final Mm -hmm. flavoring. Yeah, Yeah. is there a name, Ashley, that they've they've named their hop? Because I know like a lot of hop farms want to you know market it with a name. Did they they already name it? Well, they haven't come up with anything unique as far as I know. But um, they just when I went, they just had Cascade. 
okay. or what yeah. you could grow. Yeah, so they're going to have to take a few, cascade, but. few rotations and, and changing takes, the soil. It takes yeah. many, many steps. Just like here on Long Island, it takes many steps to find out what you can grow and mm-hmm. then see what it ha- what you can do with it. Huh. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool, though, having a hop farm locally. Like when we started seeing popping up here on the east mm-hmm. end of Long Island, it was kind of cool. It was like, ooh, look at that. Mm-hmm. Long Island can grow hops, too. It was pretty amazing. <laughs> but now Florida. So I would imagine the climate probably has an effect also on the, the taste profile and the flavoring and the, and the growth cycle and stuff like that. So uh, it'd be interesting to see how you know they're able to put it all together and see what yeah. breweries are picking up that, that particular hop and, and see how it tastes. Yeah, I will have to let you guys know, um, because I did pick some up to brew, but I'm actually going on vacation in a couple of weeks, so I haven't had a chance to do anything with them yet, but I did stick them in the freezer right away, so I don't know (laughs) how it's going to turn out, but hopefully, you know, it'll still taste, it'll be drinkable, let's put it that way. Oh, you suspended <laughs> it in a, uh, animation right now by putting it in the freezer, so you got time to worry about it until the uh, frostbite gets it and it becomes, uh, right? Uh, you know, too bad to because you spent too much. You know what I'm talking about? Like you put food in the freezer yeah. for too long. Freezer burn. Freezer burn mm-hmm. on it. I mean, unless it's packaged correctly, I guess vacuum seal would kind of help solve that. But in the end, yes. Vacuum seal yeah, was the I term I was looking for. <laughs> Thank you. Pete again with the confused look. Like, dude, you're just saying things. Just saying things in a row and hoping for the for the best thing to happen. The best outcome. Putting words together. Yes. Words are hard. hard. Words are so hard sometimes. I, I know all the words. I know the best words. <laughs> <laughs> DB Frick in the back. He's just yeah, it's, I'm laughing. It's funny. There you go. <laughs> Thanks, DB. Hey, so listen. what about you guys? Well, we, we're here with Charlie from 1940s. He's been open for a few years, but we have a lot of the breweries that we've interviewed in the last year that are not open yet. It's just sitting and waiting because of the government shutdown, and I'm sure that's across yeah. the uh, entire federal area. Um, mm-hmm. And also so everyone that's looking to open up a new brewery is just sitting and waiting, man. It's, it's got to be hard. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But I'll tell you for sure, uh, Charlie's beer here is absolutely delicious, so much so that if you watched our YouTube feed, you could see me sneeze right into his beer and enjoy every <laughs> bit of it. <laughs> it was the oh most. It was the weirdest thing I've ever experienced in my life. I've never happened before, and it happened here right in front of the camera. So you can go back on our YouTube feed and go ahead and watch it live because oh, it was awful. That, that we're gonna, aroma we're have must have been really strong. Soon. Oh, you are. Yes. All right. So tell us about that. Charlie said he has a Florida connection. So we're doing a collaboration with Bang and Banjo out of Pompano Beach. Ooh. They're actually. Oh, coming, I have heard of them. They're coming it's a cool up. Name. They, they are. Yeah, it is a cool name. The head, the owner is and his fiance are getting married on Long Island. Her family is from Long Island, oh. and they have been to our brewery multiple times. They're going to hold part of their ceremony that weekend here. They're coming up. I think it's in March or April. I'm not sure which one it is. We're going to do a collaboration and brew it and everything in our place. Uh And then the beer will be at their wedding at our brewery. And they're going to take it down to their brewery. Nice. How fucking cool would that be to have a beer brewed for your wedding? That's awesome. We're trying to do another one for somebody. If we can get the (laughs) lager canned uh, before October... I'll have somebody's going to have a nice wedding present. Nice. Great. Oh, <laughs> is that a wink, wink? Is one of your sons getting married? No, no, oh, right. no. It's one of my uh, <laughs> customers just reached out and said, oh, "Hey, nice. you can put an Airfield or lo- the the 1940s lager in cans." Mm-hmm. I says, "Well, we're thinking about it," and you know, he says, "Like, well, could you have it by my by October for my wedding?" <laughs> I need awesome. a few cases for the reception. That's <laughs> yeah. brilliant. 
So, yeah, that's what's going on up here, Ashley. Uh, listen, we really appreciate you calling back in and checking in with us. Uh, we're going to hear from you a little more this year. We'll, we'll stay in touch. Yeah, definitely. It was nice being here and hearing from you guys again. You too. Thanks a lot. And uh, we'll see you out there on the inner tubes. Everyone go to Blonde, <laughs> Blonde Brew Reviews. Go to her Instagram. I'm sure there's a link to your website there as well. She's going to be making some huge improvements to that and including a lot of information. Uh, I'm sure you're going to have a Blonde Brew Reviews t-shirt and some merch, so check that out. And check out her mm-hmm. post, man. She, she actually uh, throws out a lot of good information and some reviews for some of the beers that are going on down there in Florida. So if you're taking that travel down or if you have family and friends that go down there. Or if you're retiring. Or if you're retiring and you just want a good place to hang out and drink good beer, I'm Ashley gonna, knows the spots. There sometime this year. There you go. You doing a snowbird thing or what? No, no, my brother lives over in St. Petersburg. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, you're not. You're so, and then I have friends in Two Fort Two-hour drive? I have friends in Fort Myers. Oh, so you're right over hey, there. Hey, the last time I went down, I drove a 2010 Mustang from <laughs> Long Island straight down. Nice. Jesus. Ah, oh, cruising. You. Can't beat it. Living the, the, the dream. Yeah. <laughs> was it a convertible? That'd be awesome. No, no, no. It was a coupe. Oh, all right. Still, though. <laughs> I'll take it. All right, Ashley, thanks so much for calling in. We appreciate it. Nice. You guys have a good night. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks again. I want to retire into Charlie's Bye. life. Yeah, it sounds awesome. He's brilliant. He's just traveling. Driving Mustangs. Yeah. <laughs> just well, living life, man. Yeah, what happened is my, my, my cousin, who's one of my bartenders, she had a, a, a Ford, I think, Fiesta hybrid or something, mm. and ended up in a just a, a, a little fender bender, and the whole car got totaled because everything just They broke one, one thing that's too and, expensive. And, and, and too expensive to fix. <laughs> So they, her rental car was a Mustang convertible. Okay. She says, I'm thinking about getting one. I says, well, you know, do it. Because <laughs> <laughs> so I want to drive it. <laughs> she, pulls up, she pulls up with a gunmetal gray, Ooh, uh, nice. dual turbo, whatever. Oh, the EcoBoost this thing, one. The, 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 this thing starts up and you hear, I go like, oh, my car. <laughs> so I can take this, right, for a while. That's awesome. I would love to uh, – to, I drove a Mustang in Vegas. Uh, when you go out there, you can rent exotic vehicles for, like, one, no yeah. money. Mm-hmm. I rented a Porsche. Yeah. I, I, I just wanted that super loud freaking Mustang just the, right through the, the – The current the, – uh, the five-liter uh, V8 they have now sounds fucking fabulous. Yeah. It's just that, that purr that – Wakes you up Burbling, in the morning. Oh, classic. Hey, yeah, well, yeah, it does wake me up in the morning. Yeah. Some of my neighbor has, uh, has. Oh, he has one? Reason. It sounds fucking great. Uh, they had um, uh, Corvettes. I almost did. It was that or the Mustang, but I just wanted the loudness factor. The, the Corvette wasn't as loud. I went silly. We did. Uh, I rented a, like a, a 911 convertible. <sighs> and just and through the desert. Did you go to. Never fucking afford. Rent to, yeah, drove around. De- went right to, to the Red Hoover Dam. I, um, I took mine to the Hoover Dam because it's just a nice open yes! range drive. I did. Once you get on that highway, it's just all highway until you get to Hoover Dam. Hit like, yeah, oh, right. hit a hundred. Yeah, hit a hundred. was, I mean, it was two o'clock in the afternoon, so it was a little bit of traffic. But I opened the shit up. I, I, it's fun. When else are you going to do that? When else are you going to have that opportunity? I'm not buying it. Oh, oh, it's a great time for a break. Oh. Did he really come in here for Budweiser? <laughs> did he really? Did you come in here with a Budweiser? Let anyone in. Wait, wait, oh, wait a minute. 
minute. Uh, DB's, DB's right. learning. Uh-oh. Let's let's oh, let's take a break. Can oh please. Let's hold on, hold on, hold on. Charlie's gonna have an exorcism. Budweiser. Yeah, he brought Budweiser. He did. I know. Come on. I have I have some other stuff for him just so we get. He he can't show up with nothing but. I'm Graz. Hi Graz. I'm Charlie. Nice to meet you. How you doing, Charlie? Should we take a break? Yeah, we're gonna take a quick break. All right, let's do that. We'll we'll have our our salutations and and all that other good stuff. This is the word of Mike at PeteGovsRadio.com, 516-465-3990, Join us on GovsRadio.com on our live stream. Also on our YouTube page, go to uh, The Wirt, a podcast, or type in The Wirt with Mike and Pete. Uh, we'll be right back, man, right after this. This is Gov's Radio, and you're getting drunk with Mike and Pete on The Wirt. Gov's Radio. <laughs> you're listening to The Wirt on Gov's Radio. Hey, uh, moron, it's pronounced the wort. What the hell is a wort? It's pronounced the wort. What is it? The wort? Yeah, okay, I'll do that again. This is the wort on Govs Radio. It is the wort. Not wort, not fort, not short. The wort. I'm sorry, I just don't know what that means. When do you guys start drinking? Who says we haven't been drinking? Where's mine? If I say it correctly this time, can I have a drink? Uh, we'll think about it. You're listening to The Word on Govs Radio. It's The Word with Mike and Pete, GovsRadio.com. Again, give us a call and call. Phone number, 516-465-3990-516-513-0515. We are in hour two of our radio program. Here in the studio with us today, we have Charlie from 1940s. And, of course, the Grand Pumba, our friend Anthony Grazaday, joins us in studio. How are you, buddy? Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. Charlie's the first guy to walk in here in the whole year to hand me a beer koozie. Nice. I'm coming to have a party at your place. We're gonna do an offsite. We're gonna do an offsite at your place. <laughs> so, couple of things. Buckle up because <laughs> yeah. the, the show's about to go in a different direction for at least a little bit. <laughs> well, so, hope you got your big. Wait, I've been in many different directions. Do you want me? So. You want me to do the recap and catch you, you up can, like I usually yeah, do? Yeah, you can recap everything, but I got just a couple of questions before. Okay. All right? What's uh, the what's the world's uh, the radio who we're doing in the other room over there? Uh, DB Frick. Oh, DB Frick's in, in the there. other room. Yeah, yeah. Just hanging out, drinking them here for free beer. Uh, yeah, <laughs> dude, <laughs> that's the whole idea. I've been doing it for a year now. Nice. It's been the, gra- it's been the best kept secret. Nice, I'm, as, like, I'm like his main comedian to come in, and all the brewers like me. I'm hoping Charlie likes me, too. Charlie's a good guy. Well. Charlie will be fine. Trust me. You'll love me. You look like a younger version of Charlie. Uh, no, he's much better looking than me. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is much better looking than me. You know, Shepard, you know, we got sorry. the same hairstyle. <laughs> where did you come from? You're stalking me. I'm telling you. I am you. stalking you. No, <laughs> yeah. I came, you know, I came to hang out. I wanted to get to know Mike and the show. And Yeah, yeah. DB's uh, trying to absorb as much as he can. He's doing the right thing. As uh, I, I always said about Brian McKenna that we had on the 24-hour uh, show that you had, uh, McKenna came in during the years that I started as a bartender and really just sat and observed and absorbed and, and got to know it. And I think that's what helped his craft a lot better. Wait, wait that, how old is Mike, Mike McKenna? No, uh, Brian. Brian McKenna? I think I went to high school with him. He might have. Uh, he's young. He's like 26, oh, no, 20, I didn't go to school 26, him, no. 27. Not even close. Younger guy. Nice. He's on tour with Brewer now. Yes. So, I mean, all that years of sitting around and watching, observing, and trying to uh, perfect the art has really paid off. And actually, it fast-tracked him because he was walked in and knew exactly what he needed to do with the knowledge and the information that he had. And Brew is a talent, and being, so, being around him. I, I, I see DB over the weekend being here at the studio and, and watching and observing. So I feel like that same thing, he has that passion, he'll be here, and he'll... 
end up probably doing really, really well in radio. I think he'll do very well. And yes. I get, uh, he, him and I had a very nice conversation via text about three weeks ago, and I told him the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, DB, I think you do very well. You have an open door to come into my show if I continue my show, if I don't retire in the next couple of days. Uh, <laughs> After that 24-hour podcast. Yeah, that yeah. 24, uh, Charlie, I can recommend a couple of things. First of all, don't ever do a 24-hour fucking party at your... Uh, at your at, at, a, ra- at a radio party. That's a radio literally party. doing half a year's shows. You're doing 24 shows in one shot. Um, yeah, we used to do four hours with O&A. Remember Opie and Anthony, oh, okay. Charlie? Oh, yes. Yes. Yep, yep. All right. I know them very well, and we used to do four hours a day... Wow. To, uh, Five days a week, twenty hours, and what I always liked was wow. it was in, it was spontaneous, yeah. and that's what I've tried to have my show mm-hmm. be as spontaneous as possible. I think we were successful. I think it needs a re- rebooting a little bit. We need to reboot, you know. What yeah, I mean? and um, we need to take a step back. Yeah, I need a range. Yeah, I need a, I need to range things a couple of ways. Yeah, and then you go right back at it hard. This studio freaked me out a little bit last night because I've been sitting in the original old tool room. Yeah, and then you come into this thing with the lights on, you're sitting there going. Whoa. After nine hours, I felt like I had a tan. You did, if, if I recall. <laughs> after 12 hours, I wanted to make sure. I, no, after I 12 thought, hours, I could, go, wait, well, I, I, I could go to another community in, the, in Manhattan in the upper upper area. At 20 hours, <laughs> ready? Say, at 20 hours, watching me. Graz migrated into that room, yes, turned the all the lights off. And sat in there like, and a, sat miserable, in there. like a miserable hermit sitting there he sucking my thumb. I was so mad at the end. Yeah. Yeah. So mad. Yeah. <laughs> I was... DB, if you were here at 5.30 In the before the show, uh, 5.30, we started at 6 o'clock Saturday night. If you were here at 5.30, trust me, you would have seen why. No, okay. no one would have known had, had you not been here at 5.30. No one would have known when you guys started to when you ended that anything happened. Well, you gr- guys, uh, you know, professionals, professionals stepped up and did 24 hours straight. You had a lot of great people step in. Like uh, fucking Rocky Four in here there, Charlie. <laughs> Thank, I was, I was, uh, I, what was that? Uh, that's uh, Dolph Long. I, you will, I will break you. Yeah. I will drink that can of gold. I like this. Wait, I want to read this. Can I read this? Yes. Wicked good. Chowder. I, Wicked Chowder. You got to chow- pronounce it properly. IPA Indian Pale Ale, a 7.2. Perfect. It is. The greatest beer ever. <laughs> Hop in second. Here comes nineteen. Oh, you don't don't set the gauntlet down for uh, uh, Stephen Billy. They'll come in here with five kegs without even uh, you asking. They'll just walk now, in. Now, where is your uh, like? Where is your logo and everything? Where's the oh nineteen forties brew on the boat? Yes, oh, no, it's on right the there. boat on the boat, dude. There it is. Yeah, you're right. You'll also notice that bottle is filled all the way to the top when you open it. Yes. You know what? <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to drink it for the first time. He got time. you on that one. Charlie, here's to- Wait, you haven't had a sip of this yet? No. Here, Charlie, oh, here's great. to me meeting you. Cheers, buddy. Here's Cheers. to my- bu- Wait, I'm not done. Here's my <laughs> buddy, Michael O'Toole, for, for helping me out on a major, major thing for me. DB, for joining me last night. It was very nice hanging out with you. I'm starting to like you become the after party to the 24-hour show. Wait, I'm not done. Okay, and to you, Pete. For putting together a damn good show over here because Michael, Michael's not the talent you are. Whoa. Right? Oh, cheers. Your sister's ass. And I, I, Do you, you have you a sister? About, what about you his mentioned, sister? Yes. Mentioned, <laughs> we talk about that for a minute. Stephen Billy. Yes. Yes. Hot wins. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. I, well, yes. I'm mad at them right now because oh. supposedly <laughs> when we were doing the word in. It, okay. It was here limo talk with Graz, and I, I have a limo company, so my last name is Grazzy. They would call me Graz. So. What we do is we put music on in the background like you're in a limo, and then we just talk, men and women every once in a while. DB comes in, blah, blah. So it was limo talk with Graz and Planet Comedy. Which is the woman, and then it's like, oh, and, and DB too. <laughs> Pla- and He's Pla- wearing a scarf. And yes. it was Planet Comedy. <laughs> it is freezing. freezing. It's Planet Comedy, freezing. which is a, ge- uh, um, um, a gentleman friend of mine, Hector Louise. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and it was two. We combined it, and we had a twenty-four hour marathon charity for. It was originally supposed to be Boots on the Ground, New York. It was originally mm-hmm. supposed to be Boots on the Ground. Well, it was really right. supposed to be Boots on the Ground, NY. Yes. Right. But it ended up being Boots on the Ground on the internet, which is another Boots on the Ground in Tennessee. And Jacksonville. The, Jacksonville. And the yeah. money goes overseas. Right. So I raised, for those guys, which I didn't end up not wanting to raise, about $650. Right. Mm-hmm. Then I hear from a couple of buddies of mine on the internet that they made about $125 worth of donations for Boots on the Ground NY, which is a local one yes, here. Yes, yes. But they're doing a restructuring, and he didn't want to take my money, and he w- didn't want to even speak to me over two months, so I was like, you know what? And my buddy Hector Lees that night goes out, boom, 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 and we get Wounded Warriors Project. And so far, with commitments of money, I, I've got $1,350 in my house. I think I spent $5 on a, uh, uh, on a way home. I think I got myself a beer and just sat in that. I had to sit in the You room. got these Budweiser cans? Yeah, I think I got something. <laughs> there you <laughs> yeah, go. Oh, there, 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 there it is. is. Don't drink that. That's for you, yeah, brother. That's for you. And, um, you have to stay in that room if you're drinking that. Yes. <laughs> yes. We cannot even smell it from here. You just put, totally put me off my game. What was nah. I saying? Where was I at? Boots on the ground. All right. Boots on the ground. And, so Boots on the ground. And, and we end up getting Wounded Warriors Project. So right now... I've got $1,350 in my kitchen, but I've also got another $500 from corporate people committed that I have not even hit yet mm-hmm. that I have to now write a letter to. And, and a bunch of stuff online, too. Yeah, a, a lot of, of st- people donate yeah, online Yeah, a lot of well. people donate online. Yeah, so it's good. So, I mean, it was, it was a hell of an event, 24 hours, right out of the studio. They had uh, live music. They had comedians, extra, uh, we had everybody. Yeah, came we had, I got Kevin James. Kevin James. Walked by. Walked by. Yeah, Kevin James walked by. <laughs> I had a chance to get Kevin James. I didn't push it. I would have pushed it. Nah, you didn't want to. Lo- nah, you didn't want to. But push I didn't want to push yeah, it. Didn't, but then I got McKenna, yeah, which is Michael's friend, which I happen to like. Yeah, who's an up and coming. He works with he works with Brewer, mm-hmm. who in my eyes is the up echelon comedians, besides DB Frick and you know what I'm saying. And uh, <laughs> sorry, DB, and, and myself, Charlie. Yes, you know, of I'm not course, even and you. Here. Well, right I in had, that same I have category. A comedian in my family. Do you? Oh. Who? Yeah, my daughter. Oh yeah, we talked about that. Oh, excuse me. Bring it to a real show. You didn't let All me right? recap. <laughs> you didn't let me recap the. Uh, uh, I'm not yeah. that. I'm sorry. We'll get to that. I didn't recap the the show so far. So I ended up having Tim Gage, who is one of my favorites, and I have two young boys, Matt Aravalo and Mike Nicolia, who will come and hang, and a girl named Kristen Tinsley, and Teresa Farrell, and those girls brought me everybody else. And we should get your daughter to call into Limo Talk yeah, on the next she, episode. Yes. That'd be. Perfect way to get it started, and uh, she'll like me. I'm a good person. It's, it's all. <laughs> yeah. I'm not as well, dirty. I'm not dirty like the Dan Romano show on Wednesday Hector. nights. Fucking. Well, she's. she's played, did did she's Hector get me too yet, or already. what? I. I. Did he say he get me too? I. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm coming here for the Wounded Warriors Project uh, <laughs> yes. a continuation week. To hit up people for money, I'm gonna tell Charlie to give me five dollars, maybe if he feels like it. Don't hit up Charlie now. Charlie, Charlie, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Not yet. I'm not marketeering. I know. We didn't bring him in for you. (laughs) (laughs) No. So and I'm gonna. I got a couple people to get. So I think about um, two thousand dollars for them. So what's that? That's great. About thirty three hundred. In the end, that's a great. That's a great amount of money. And for your reference, it was a spur of the moment. I was in my car. I said, "Let's do something different." And then well, Hector goes, next, let's next, do it for charity. I got yep. a better idea. Go ahead. Next time you do it. Sure. Bring it out to the brewery. Okay. Set up in my spare tasting room. Okay. And do it live from there. So and smart. we will promote the hold on thing. I would be 
very honored, and uh, that would be very cool. Because they, I, listen, the people have, here. If you haven't, if you haven't walked into my. Yeah, how about place. you don't do that, and how about the, the beer one, show the, does the that from the brewery? You know what? Yeah. You yeah. lose. Yeah, yeah. You offered it to me. I know he did. <laughs> but but here's what I'll do. We'll make it limo talk slash the, the word with Mike and Pete. There you go. Yeah. The next offsite. But, I can do that. Yes. But when you walk in the place, sure. Look at that. See, as soon as you walk in the tasting room, the yeah. first thing you'll see when you walk in, the, uh, open the door, the American flag is hanging mm-hmm. up. Over by the bar is the American flag with the red stripe. In the spare, in the open room where the restroom is, is a wooden American flag done in black with a blue stripe. Can I get you? You will see all the services from Arizona Border Patrol. (laughs) Nice. U.S. Coast Guard and all the police and fire, volunteer fire departments. I better come empty. I better come empty. Empty pocket. Bring a badge. And we hang it up. Nice. Really? Yeah, if you haven't been to the brewery and and you've seen pictures. We actually have an autographed helmet from the Holbrook Fire Department. Nice. And we're adding the uh, one that was donated from the Fire Island Pine Barrens. Yes, I remember we talked about that at the Great Beer. That's really very cool. Is there a possibility, the spontaneous radio, us making a phone call to someone on air? Yeah. Okay. Would you like to put your – do you have tap? Do you have tap beer out of this, or is it just cans? Or would you like to? He well, no. Would you like to? Would you like oh. to distribute your beer at a local bar in in uh, Merrick called the Third Rail, Belmore? Where are we? Belmore in Belmore, right off the. Uh, he I is, love it. He's the we, same we type have... of man. He's a great friend of mine. <laughs> he's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you set yourself up. Come on. Uh, you know what? Uh, I was getting a little teary-eyed here because the man <laughs> did that, first of all, yeah, and well. I was trying to go in a different direction, but I we know. can turn this thing dirty in about nope. five fucking minutes. Nope. Here. I just Skippy said do. asshole. It's not dirty. That's a TNT word. All right. TBS. I, he's a, just, he's a good USA. friend of mine. He's in, he's, in, uh, he's in his 50s like me, and he's nice. not in his 40s like you. And and he would be on. Well, thank you. The two of them are looking at saying, "Wait, the two of them are looking at each other, going, look at this shit.' No, 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 no. <laughs> this, this is fat bastard walks in. This there. is what we do. It's we the, invite you in so you can. Uh, he's the same type of man. He's got a fl- he's got the flag with the red stripe. He's yeah. all about the the fire department. He's oh no, we, he was down at nine eleven. That's how I got my I house have. and everything else. When nine eleven hit, I had Merrill Lynch as a major corporation, and they got displaced. Everybody. So over an eight-year period, I went from having 50 buses down there every day for actually 10 years. I had a two buses down there doing a shuttle because that's how long it took to get the, yeah. the, the World Trade Center up. So I am, because of a tragedy, I made an awful lot of money, and I've tried to give back over the last 17 years. Well, what we do is we, we give to the fire department. We actually brewed a beer with the, the volunteer fire departments. Okay. We called it Signal 8. Okay. Yes. It was a summer wheat beer. Okay. Because there's both my partner and I, I worked in lower Manhattan. Yeah. But my partner, his brother-in-law was in the tower, was one of the responders in the tower. I'm sorry to hear that. And a good friend of mine has multiple diseases because he went down and picked the pile because he lost half his Bronx firehouse. Yeah, yeah my buddy's and a fire department. In the fire so, department, he happened to you be know, off at that we, time. We love what the people do who give service. Whether you're a veteran, whether you've you do it to fight fires, you're a policeman. We love you because you are special. Sacrificing so everything yes. you okay, can so be. Then, for other do you people. have? Oh, you have t- I, 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 I didn't really listen. I apologize. Yes, multitude of draft beer. You, you, you have draft beer. All right. I would yeah. like you to. I would like you to 
put a draft beer in Belmore at the third rail if you don't mind. It would be my honor, and I will make sure that I push it on my end and that we keep it there and it rock and roll because what, of whatever, the work. Whatever he would like. It's right? called the work with Mike and yeah. Pete. We right. so if you, you ever seen the lo- tap handle, yeah, and well, have you ever seen the local to locals branding? Yes. That they have the little square that goes just below yeah, the yeah. full tap handle. So Pete and I, I know the guy who's behind all of that. Yeah, we had him on the fo- we had him on the show. Andrew is yes, a from, great uh, friend of the show, ex Hicksville beer distributor. Yep. Yep. yep, he's going to come in one day when we when he starts being less busy than coming out with issue number six of uh, what they just do the. Um, so I, like he, Lick, I like Charlie. He's going to yeah, be good for the radio. He's multitasking no, no, on the bay. air. Like me. Don't yeah. wor- got to do it all. Just don't worry yep. about that. No, 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 they no, they no. don't like us on he air anyway. radio. So, Charlie, we had uh, we raised about thirty, about thirty-three hundred. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Can let me get finished. My- <laughs> no, forget about your story. <laughs> no, no. So, if you want to, <laughs> if you want to do the, the tap on the third rail, and Pete and I have discussed this, we need to have some sort of bumper. To the tap handle. That so shows get it. So I am. I'm working on it. So get it done now. Hardware workshop. We got it. Charlie, you, have right a right you have a car. Do I just yes, come out yes, there? You want no, me to come I, out there? I, I have a car. Oh, I, have I, don't, I don't. And Graz can yes, literally yes, deliver see, it to the third I, rail. I, I carry and in the I'll come. The f- I would, I'll actually. I'll actually. Do come my, and drink beer at the. I'll come drink at your place. I'll broadcast it that I'm picking up a keg and I'll bring it to the third rail. That's smart. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because then you can get beer there. Listen, we got. Honestly. We got 2.5 at the beginning. We had 1.3, and yeah. then assorted other ones. We had about another 2,200. So I think we had about 6,000 views. Wow. wow. Yeah, it's good. Wow. So, and the exposure is wow. great. So the exposure was fantastic. Um, I was on the edge of retiring and getting the hell out of here because <laughs> I didn't like this. But out of respect for him. No. And at the bo- Shut up. Me. <laughs> Shut you don't have any Charlie. respect for me. Respect. <laughs> for respect. Zero respect for me. I have me. very much respect for him. He's I been nothing but great to me. And for what the bosses allowed me to do here, and it was on the cuff, they said, "Don't worry about it. Do what you got to do." It's amazing. And uh, I was on the outs at the moment. That was there. And I was on the outs about four months ago. But you know, I've learned. I I grew up a little bit, slightly, not too much. (laughs) How old's your daughter, by the way? (laughs) She's married. Got kids. What's the story? I'm asking. (laughs) She's young. (laughs) She's still. She's living at home. Oh, Oh, okay. There you go. I'm married. Couple of kids. Uh, Ah. See, I have four kids. I have four kids too. How old is your oldest? You just said Uh, a couple of kids. I got four. You said a couple, and then you (laughs) went to four. What's that? A couple with one, a a couple with another. I forgot the feet. Listen, on the way here, I forgot. My wife calls me. She goes, "Where are you going?" I'm going. (laughs) I'm going on the work with Mike and Pete. She goes, "Seriously? Why?" I go. Honestly, or you want me to lie? She goes, no, you know what? Why don't you lie? I go, <laughs> I go then I love you, honey. I'll see you later. Goes, she goes, I go, Michael needs me to move a couple of things in the other room. And that is needs, true. I do, need, I do need some help tonight. And she goes, you are so full of crap. <laughs> so then she tells me. Well, listen, sh- Melissa, we're going to actually use him tonight. So and uh, he's going to actually only got move me some shit. T- You only got me till 1040. Fucking balls. Let's wrap this up. Yeah, All yeah. right. <laughs> you only got me till 1040. <laughs> I got to be on the road. So, I know. I know. So because of the. Tw- well, I, I run a good business, but I'll segue. Before, because of the 24-hour uh, marathon. I forgot to do one thing. One of the ladies who knew, uses me all these years didn't get picked up, but she called somebody else. And I call, text her. I go, I am so sorry. She goes, you've been driving me home for nine years. She goes, you're entitled to a little mistake every once in a while. She goes, but it was for a good cause. So that was, a, you know. Yeah, yeah that's what that it was is. That was nice. She actually acknowledged it, which was mm, kind of cool. Yeah. Don't, yeah. So. No, it's empty. It's fine. I just You got good beer, brother. 
I'm Thank gonna, you. I'm going to cover your face. Is that okay? I, that's I know preferable. I forget <laughs> what I talked. We see what the problem is. There you go, Pete. You're literally. I'm so like exhausted. I've forgotten what I've talked about. So you were talking about asking me about my kids' ages. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> 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 I, I have four. Oh, yeah. Don't worry. See, you're still what my don't. Dude, I, I'm telling you, it's these lights. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fucking, it's like some kind of fucking alien. It's like an alien thing where it's pulling out everything. I three times last night. I went. Yeah. I went like this. I go. What was I saying? I can't. Re- I swear to God, I, I, you gotta turn them to the fuck off. I want to turn it this way. All right. So I'm married with four children. Children too. My oldest is 21. My youngest is six. And yours? And I have a 14. My and oldest and 11. is 37. Oh God. Out of the my house. youngest is 25. You still can't get rid of them, huh? No, actually, I only have one living at home. One's okay. in California. One's uh, uh, up in uh, Albany. Yeah. And the other one lives in Hicksville. Who do you like the best? <laughs> <laughs> he beat me to it. Now. You see, you said, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Mike, Mike, shut his mic off. No, no, no. I got it. I was actually, what is he doing? He's he, taking my jokes that's around. Right. That's right. DB Frick, the radio. Oh, and now the joke's stealing. <laughs> Good job, DB. You're on the same wavelength. Who's sorry, yet? sorry. There's no, there's no best one here. Yeah, you know? that's smart. You don't um, want to King Solomon them all. Listen, uh, whatever we can do to better her comic career, I'm all for that. Yep. I'm doing a live off-site uh, in a little room probably in April. Uh, I'm. She's performed I, at a bunch I, I of really great places. Gonna, I don't done, know how I'm going to do it. There are about probably about 20 comedians I've gotten to like and gotten to know. So I've got to go from the ones that, you know, like DB would be with mm-hmm. me, Nicole, Yaraval, these other people. Yeah, yeah. So I would love for you to do it. Well, she's done, well she's done about three or four shows, including Dangerfields. Okay. She's done, so she's uh, legit? Yeah, she's, yeah. D- she's done legit. She's worked with a legit uh, some of the top comics down in the city. And uh, What's her name? Anne-Marie Becker. Is she on Instagram? Uh, she's on Facebook and Instagram. Which is at, under as Anne-Marie Becker? Yeah. You yeah, there's like 150 other Anne-Marie There's 150 of them. But you you just got to find, find the one that says local or... That's in... Uh, Old Beth Page. Okay. Does she go as a comic, uh, or does she have another uh, job? She her her main job is she's number one. She's the sales representative for Oscar Blues here on Long Island. Oh, cool! And into New York City. We should get her on the phone. And she knows the, beer. I, I'm trying to direct, brought her I'm in. Trying tonight. to direct the show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that now. I, I'm <laughs> <playing> <laughs> you got things to do. So don't listen. He's going to ask. He's going to ask you about you know. Uh, I can't take this. He's no, gonna, you can't. He's going to ask you. That? He's going to ask you what's the volume of one of your uh, the brown beers nope. that's a stout uh, from, that. that you ferment in one of those cans. Nope, not going to do any of that. <sighs> that was all gibberish. Yeah, and, <laughs> that, was, uh, that was just cans <laughs> and and stuff that you said off. We don't ferment in the can. There you go. You call the can the big. I'm very raw to this. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm just yeah. like the tastes. I can tell you that. That's a fantastic beer. It is. Thank it's you. delicious. One hundred percent. What? 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 Uh, how many do you have? How many brands? We have uh, right now fourteen different beers on tap. <laughs> well, you're the real deal, huh? Yeah. And <laughs> then we have we have, we have those tap. that rotate yes. on and off. We just brought out our uh, first Gozer. It's the Peach Goes. Goes Ooh. steady. It goes down easy. Ah. It's called. We have an IPL coming out in the next week or so. Nice. Uh, named after a very good friend of ours uh, who I had convinced because he was a three-pack-a-day smoker. Ah, the scoozy. To quit. <laughs> good. R- really? He's been clean for six months. Everybody tells him he smells better. Yes. <laughs> looks better. <laughs> breath got, is better. Got better breath there, Charlie. And, right? And, and then next thing you know, he's... He 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 worked with my son. They put together a recipe. 
They brewed the beer, and it's coming out. It's called Not So Sharp. It's an, an uh, India Pale Lager, mm. and they, he got the chance to dry hop it la, uh, Saturday night. He was all excited. So. <laughs> Which, whatever one that you want to push that you really like, like even a, a maybe a free agent one in the corner that you might want to push that hasn't been really oh, good well. lately. Out of all of them. No, 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 no. They're I all mean, good, right? They're all good. Okay. Yeah, they yeah. Know, they Whichever know, one that you have a special... No, I would like to no take the special one, you know what I mean? I'd like to know? take your uh, yours and put it on Your suggestion. Your, your, your suggestion, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Well, listen, we'll, we'll get... Do, we do look like each other, but you are much better looking at me. <laughs> 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 I am not going to look like that. I think his we wife have, thinks the same thing, too. We have another one coming out. We're going to... We had it out about a couple of months ago, a month or so ago, because we had Orlando down from 94.3. And, and oh, we like him. Yeah. yeah. I got and fired from there, but we liked him. <laughs> yeah. Orlando's like, cool. He yeah, didn't fire yeah, you. He didn't fire me. <laughs> the bosses we, did. We have, we have a, a beer coming out because we did a collaboration with Black Circle Project. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. And uh, they're very much uh, enjoying the fact that we're now taking that beer and putting it in cans. That's cool. Great. The label will be killer. Uh, from what I understand, from you're just first class. I could see you're first class from this. This thing is just fantastic right here. Hey, he's, uh, he's loving the hats. Like, Listen, I'll like come said, by and like I'll pick said, you one up. All right, buddy. I said, see, my son, my son designed the logos and everything. And yeah, you got everything. You got everything you need. Do you have yep. are these gloves too? 1940s gloves? No, no those are my regular <laughs> <laughs> gloves. <laughs> Get these 1940s gloves. Yeah. Says I'm marketing something for the winter now. There you go. Yep, 1940s yep, yep. hair gloves. You know what I'm saying? A nice, yeah. a nice. Maybe uh, a DB a 1940s scarf. Yes, get him a nice scarf. DB Frick. DB I'm Frick. freezing in here. It's 15 degrees. <laughs> we'll, bring you, we'll bring you a sweatshirt next time. There you awesome. go. <laughs> yes. That's great. So you have the marketing going on and everything else? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For now, how long are you doing? How long are you guys open? Uh, we've been in the Holbrook area. We're into our third year. Okay. And then... Um, it says Overall, 2013 on the can. We, yeah, yeah. We, we were established in 2013, licensed in 24. These guys sit there and examine. <laughs> oh, look at the look at the boat in the corner. It's, it's so a cute. fucking beer show. Of course, an examine. I know, but you don't have to examine can. a fucking can. They just wear those a 1940s brewing company. That's I, part of it. Don't lower me. Everyone loves don't you lower me. Screaming again. I'll, come on, I'll lift this thing up. I, listen, I saw somebody. I'll jump, flip this motherfucker. I'll flip this mother in about two seconds. Charlie, I'll take a little more than us. Charlie and I be going to 1940s. What time do you close tonight, Charlie? No, he's not open. Tonight, that's why he's uh, here we with us. We were open from four to nine tonight. Tonight? Really? Yeah. Well, it's closed now. It's, it's ten o'clock. <laughs> hey, DB, the show's gotten a l- gone a little bit of direction, right? A little bit, of, a little oomph. Yeah, it's ten o'clock, so it's almost. <laughs> <good>. <laughs> and, and we've been drinking, so there's that. Oh, they drank and themselves a personality. No, I I've had that. one beer. I'm, oh I no, you dra- really? Oh, I had my one beer. You missed I had the fact twelve. That he sneezed in it. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the best part. You missed that. Did you, you get you Michael? Check it out on, you got check Michael out after like three hours of of just. Going drinking, down on him. Yeah. This is wait, the work with Mike and Pete. No, no, it's not that bad. The work with Mike and Pete, and he'll continue on, and then you think he's just about to say uh, good night, everybody, and yeah. he starts up again for another ten minutes. Well, we got another ten uh, minutes to go, so uh, we're closing at ten tonight. Well, uh, we have some uh, studio work to do tonight, and we're going to wrap the show up uh, as close to on time as possible. Which saying, is not right now, but I, I'm just I, saying in general. I think we should go to 10:30 till I leave, and then continue on. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think, Charlie? It's all you about you, isn't it? Stuff, it's Anthony, remember, you have to pick up stuff and move stuff to another place. Oh, my back's yes. starting to hurt. Dude. Right. 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 <laughs> It yeah. does seem very cold in here a little bit. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, huh? Yeah. And I can't, and my knees are starting to crank from being like this again. And yeah, get, are they? Uh, it's yeah. now nine degrees in here, yeah. by the way. <laughs> it's dropped. It's dropped. You're drinking that fucking piss water. It's bad for you. It's <laughs> Budweiser. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Your 
drinking the slop. So, <laughs> so that was a joke because he doesn't allow me to bring that in. The first night I brought it in because I legitimately didn't know if I was going to like it. And then I have to say, every single, most of them, or if not 95% of them, have been just nothing short of good beers. That's a fantastic beer. There's oh, yeah, so delicious. Really, really Wicked Chowder. The only reason why. I, I, I like the hop wins too because he brought kegs in. So next time you come in, you gotta bring. Us, like, you gotta bring. It's a, a tough like, one because one he's keg. He, he's, they brought kegs in. They brought no, well, kegs in because their brewery's brought, not open. They, yet. They, they, they don't have an they open brewery. They don't have an open brewery. It was yet. so That's, fascinating to walk in. There was like five kegs in the corner over here. I'm really going, was. I'm going. We're gonna have a ball. We could have opened up. I could have told people to come here. I charge five dollars. Here he go. Here, here. Well, they don't want to get I'm rid of all of that beer. That's I know that was their beer. I guess that was their beer, and we're drinking it all. Drinking it all by 11:45. I'm saying I think we better leave. Right? Yeah. It was. It was time to go. Well, you stick around long enough, you'll end up with Column Shifter in Bloom and Sinner's Mass. (laughs) (laughs) Don't retire yet. I looked at my clock, everybody. Don't retire yet. In about a couple of weeks. Oh, there you go. 25 barrels going through a canning run. Exactly. Listen, I... um, In Bloom is the Black Circle Project collaboration. You are the the owner and the brewmaster... Charles Becker, thirteen thirty-seven dash one Lincoln Avenue in Holbrook, New York, one one seven four one. What a plug! Catch him at nineteen forties <laughs> Brewing Company at gmail dot com. You want to check out his daughter? She'll be at um, Limo Talk in a couple of weeks. That's what I'm saying. So let's start with that. Have her call into the show. I'm serious. Yeah. And that'll you know start the relationship because then all of a sudden she becomes part of the show and then she's in studio and then she's part of the governor. It just kind of six years later you'll find out I'm divorced for the second time and we're dating. No, <laughs> you were <laughs> way. <laughs> Although she does remind you, remind her of her father. So the odds I are. I have the young oh. version. Oh. Now he's the young version. I'm yeah, blushing. Look, I'm blushing. Yeah, so yeah, creepy. He's turning red. So creepy. Look at how red. No, it's the beer coming to me. Yes. Yeah. 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 We'll blame it on that. that uh, www1940s brewing. Co- I can't even speak you, anymore. Exactly. www1940sbrewingcompany.com. That's right. And you got to check them out on Instagram. It's 1940s Brewing. Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff. You can check them out online. It's 1940sbrewing.com. For, uh, folks, you know I call this the greatest beer show in America, and it is. Uh, these guys are great. I only had a sip so far. So. You had a sip? Give me the rest of that. Hurry no, the fuck up. I, 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 I need to I drink. I have to drive soon. I, I can't drink like uh, well, then pass It's it down one the beer. <laughs> I, well, you know what? Tell my, tell my client that when she gets in the back of the car and goes... What is Why that? Why is your client getting in the back of the car at 10 p.m.? No, she's not. 11.30. She's oh, sitting on yeah. your face? I have an hour. She oh, I thought she meant... Hello? I, no, Hello? I'm just saying. Wow. I'm just saying. Wow. You went in certain directions. Someone asked, why would she sit in the back of the car? Well, where else is she going to go? Is she going to sit in the front seat with you? Some have, yes. All right. Well, that's very nice. Quick funny story. Okay, good. This lady's with me eight years. Eight years ago, I pick her up. It happens, a snowstorm happens to start in the afternoon, going into the evening, and she has to get in that night. My car doesn't stop because it's under the snow. I had to take my Ooh. wife's car. First time meeting this lady, my wife's car has insurance through the, through the company, so it's okay. I take my wife's Honda Odyssey. As we're driving in a snowstorm, I pick her up. She says, okay, pick me up. I pick her up. We start driving, going on the Van Wick Expressway. The fucking mirror falls off. Well, it doesn't fall off. It's dangling, hitting against the thing like this. <laughs> so I'm sitting in the snowstorm with the first time with this lady as a client with my hand open, hoping, uh, holding the uh, the mirror and driving with my other hand and getting it to her. I, I, as she got out of the car, 
I said, thank you, Miss Dash. I apologize for everything. I thought I'd never see her again. She's been with me eight years, and she's one of the loyalest ladies I have, and it's phenomenal. Wow. We had uh, Luis Gustavo Cornjero from Brazil tuning in tonight to the- That's not a real name. No, it is. It's it's on YouTube. It's a uh, YouTube follower. Uh, DB, uh, I'm going to teach you something about radio, first mm -hmm. of all. Okay. We have to give people an illusion of what's going on, whether they're not looking at it. It's not an illusion. It's right here. Do you want to see it? No, no, no. Okay. So even if it is true- It is. You paint an illusion. Nope. Right, no, I'm I actually not fat and a loser. Yes, right. You're the you're best. skinny. <laughs> you're skinny and look like Tom Cruise. Right, you're, and, and you don't dress like you're from the 1950s with a fucking scarf, scarf. and you're ready to do a ta and you're ready to do a tap, a tap dance with Shirley Jesus Temple. Jesus Christ, Christ Almighty! Get it a fucking dicker, different wardrobe with that sweater. <laughs> Charlie and I would never look that way. We gotta get him a 1940s sweatshirt. That's it. Get a 1940s sweatshirt. Who needs that? It's time for you to change your act. I'm gonna change it. I'm become your fucking manager. Let's do it. I was. I'm getting. I'm in 41s manager. Look where he got. You know what? I I feel like you would be best suited as representation. The comedy clubs would hate me. They would, but they would couldn't get rid of you, and that's the that's the point. They haven't got your guys would be on stage as you're just screaming at them. I haven't got rid of me yet, and I've crossed the line once. Uh, <laughs> once. I'm not, once. I'm not, I'm not crossing oh, the line. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm not crossing the line again. No. But um, I thought for 24 hours that something stupid would come out of my mouth. It wasn't me. <laughs> no. It sure wasn't. It wasn't you. It was someone else. Yeah. It wasn't me. <laughs> you become a different person. Yeah, you know what? I enjoy this. Michael and I have been here. My, listen, everybody knows this story. Michael has been here since night uh, for about six years. He's <laughs> you about to say 1916. Yeah. Since Michael's been here since 1916. Michael's younger. I think it's seven years. Yeah. Yeah. I fit in because yeah, I've exactly. been around since the Civil War. You know, <laughs> ask Steve; my, he'll tell you. Yeah. My, my, <laughs> I, like you. I like you a lot. My, Michael's been here seven years. Michael started with Chris. Yeah, seven years. Started with Chris Monty. They had a little podcast. Michael built the studio. Chris Monty. Never, nothing ever happened with him. Then John Mulroney, He was here for eight months. Did a morning show. And uh, that, after eight months, he got out of it, and it sat here. And I worked with O&A. I had my own show at The Shark. I had my own show at WGBB. I had my own show uh, at ESPN uh, with uh, Scott Farrell. You remember, hey, shot the beer, shot the beer, shot the beer. Shake it up, shake it up. Shake it up, shake it up. Remember Scott Farrell? I, I used to produce do producing for his show. So I'd come over here, and I said, hey, would you mind? I'd like to start this thing up again. And he got me into touch with Michael. And now, three years later, there's 11 shows with two more shows coming on. There's 13 shows. Mm -hmm. Cool. It's getting 6,000 views. Mm -hmm. And it's my, been my passion. And he's it's because of Mike and got, getting to know Pete. Uh, it's, it's, You've it's done a, amazing I'm work. along for the ride. No, but you're a good person, too. And you, you allow, you, you know, you don't have to allow me to sit here, even though I tried to create the show and everything else. I was the one to suggest it. I go, Mike, you should do a beer show. And I pushed him, pushed him, pushed him. He finally does it. The, time, the night he finally says, I'm going to do it. I go, oh, I can't wait. We'll do it together. He goes, oh, no, no. <laughs> no. For no. very obvious reasons he goes, why he goes, no. he's not going to co-host. Yeah, because not co it would be more like. That's the problem. Because <laughs> <laughs> the first night he shows up with a tall boy of Coors Light, I go, nope, I don't think. He goes, it's not happening. Oh, I go, so wait a minute. Quite I go, have the qualifications I go, wait a minute. I go, what do you mean? He goes, I would prefer to go in a different direction. I, <laughs> said, I sat there and pondered it for 10, 25 seconds. I said, you know. You don't need to do five shows. I've just been, I've just been turned down by fucking Pipples McGurkin over here. But I do love him. I said, all right. I said, can I come in? He goes, you got to open door whenever you want to come in. That's right. Okay, I'm in. Yes. Let's go. And now I, I tell you it's the greatest beer show in America. 
That's because you're part of it. No, I think no. You have to market it when I'm not here, when when you two are here, and and all the guys that come well, in, it's a good show. But well, we do have. You, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Okay. When it's all canned, all three beers, which will be done in one day. Okay. I'll drop off a case. Okay. That'll have two four packs of Sinner's Mask, okay. two four packs of In Bloom, okay. and two four packs of Column Shifter. Okay. I'll warn you right now: the Column Shifter will go down nice and easy. But at nine percent, you better behave. Oh, you better nine <laughs> percent. You your own okay. car service nine to pick you up. Wow. Nine, okay. Now, am I am I taking that as FME personally, or yep. do you want me to bring it to the third rail and we start selling it? I'll get nine ninety nine. No, we no, we'll, we'll do a draft for that. You do whatever you better want off with, with a draft for that. What you're drinking now is seven two. Yeah. Oh, that's why I feel high. Actually, <laughs> Yeah. Charlie, can, do you uh, you like your children? You want to adopt another one? <laughs> <laughs> he's fifty three. He's got droopy tits, but he's a nice kid. <laughs> You'd be his oldest. You'd uh, be his oldest. I would be his old. I w- Listen, Dad. I'm I'm an awesome. My dad's a brewer. Wait, 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 wait. I want to find out how old do you think I really am? Oh. To be honest with you, I'm fifty three. You, honestly, 63. no, not at all. Fifty six, fifty seven, fifty eight. Uh, <laughs> 72 65 61 You're not going to hit me, are you? No, he's, no, he's going to be gonna like hit you. About 58 I'm going to give you I'm going to give you a little advice What? I'm on Medicare Ooh. Oh, good for you I'm the old man I'm Me- the guy who survived the Civil War Yes Oh, that's right You did say that I should have <laughs> took that Yeah, well, you should have took you know that what? <laughs> I, You know what? Whoever's listening from your family You try to be nice to people And you don't ever want I, I, nah. and I, You don't look it anyway No, you sure no. don't you, you, I've always been told My father always told me Try to lie in the age and don't burn any bridges. No, it's basically the genes, right? Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm just to give you a little history. I'm fourth, one, two, three, four, third, third generation brewer in this country. Wow, wow. are you? My son well, we, is we, fourth. We missed that freaking angle. Yeah. Wait. So w- my great grandfather <sighs> well, came. I don't from look Bavaria. like him, so I couldn't have. I should call so He was a brewer. Yeah. My father was assistant brewmaster at Rangold. Oh my God! Wow. He worked for Wrangell for forty-one years. Teach me, wow. Dad. Teach me, please. Teach me. <laughs> and, I want to. I want to get out of the limo business. And, 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 and Dad, Dad never wanted any of us to be in the beer business. And you love it. And I, I can't tell you how much more fun I'm having, other than. I spent 40 years doing accounting work. Please. All right, wait, wait, listen, I'm being serious. <laughs> Your business is fun. I'm, I'm in the limo business. I've been doing it for 25 years. I have yeah. had, I've had the two same corporate clients now for 25 years. I got lucky. Mm-hmm. I was young. I was just coming out of college. My father asked me to answer an ad in the New York Times. I answered the ad. I got hired. They hired four of us with the sole purpose of keeping one. I was dating an older woman. She was 15 years older than me. And as she's walking out of bed one night, she t- she goes, what are you going to be doing? What's the story? I said, I'm, I'm looking for a job now. My father asked me to answer car service. She goes, car service. She walks out, walks in the other room, hands me this thing. She goes, call everyone. She hands me this book. It's an ALA book. It's all the directors and law firms. She goes, call everybody. And within a month, you, you, you she goes, text, uh, uh, fax everybody. And within a month, call everybody. And I listened to her. And in the same month, the same two corporations sent the fax $2 million law firms, and they're still with me 25 years later. Hmm. They fired me from the first job because I was bartending and cracked out of my brain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and Can you I, give me the number to that chick? And then I went, <laughs> <laughs> and then I went to this She's other. She's too old for you now. Sharing is caring. I went to this car service. I've been with the car service 23 years. We went from 100 cars. We were up to 550 cars. We're down to 350 because of Uber. But we're still doing well. Mm. But I'm looking to get out. Because you get the personal that was, touch. That was one of my things where I worked was my responsibility was to not only 
make sh- make sure that everything got taken care of yeah. but as far as operations but that we had the right car the service. Vendors. Who'd you use when you? I, I'm sorry, Michael. This no, is no, no. This, this is, is the, it's about him. It's not it's about the us. It's with Mike and Pete and uh, GunsRadio.com. Guest, guest host Anthony Graz. They just walk. DB Let. That guy. I walk guest in. Toast? They take a break. Yeah. No, he takes over everything. <laughs> I let him. I let him go. Uh, yeah. I set him wild. <laughs> who'd you? Who'd you use? Be free, young who'd lad. You use to use? Jeez. We used to use Concord Skyline Minutemen. No. The guy who runs no. this place. No. Used to run a limo service. He's well. He's actually These the guy that runs this place. Uh, used to have a very good limo f- uh, firm. He got yeah. rid of it, and now he's trying to run a very good uh, radio show. Uh, studio, and he does, and he hasn't fired me yet. So so far, it's good. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> and I used and three years ago when he wasn't involved and he still owned the limo company on my limo show. I used to push little buttons that said U.S. Limo on there, which was his limo right. Company. U.S. Limo. He told me that as, today. As just and you know what. That's why they didn't fire me because I was cool. Yeah, I'm sure. You, you don't remember who you used? I'm sure. You, can't, you didn't use Concord Skyline, no, Minuteman. No. You owns a brewery now. You talk. You talk was the was the one that we really settled on because they were pretty much reliable. Yeah, and that's who I worked for. That's who hired me. Mm-hmm. I got fired from Utah because the guy follow, followed me to a, a, a movie theater. And I was sleeping in the movie theater <laughs> instead of working. I was cracked. I was running a bar. I was running a bar at five, 7 o'clock in the morning. Shit in a I had to bucket. be in Long Island City by 9 o'clock. So Who goes to it, a bar at 7 in the morning? Oh, I used to have the pagans come in after hey. 4 o'clock. Really? Yes. I made more money and got cracked out of my brain more in those three hours than ever in my life. Wow. So I didn't have to go to a car service. So I had to keep myself going. After a year, you know, you start wearing down. Yeah, Utah was one of them. There was a couple of... Yeah, and I worked for Vital... Tr- I, I still... Um, I do some SUV work with Vital Transportation in Long Island mm-hmm. City. Mm-hmm. We have uh, 350 town cars, 20 SUVs. Wow. I have a bus, and I have I have the five. Bang bus. I have the Bang Bus, and yep. I have five personal. Um, I have five what personal Lexuses, and now I know you don't. The, I, now I, I know now I know where the first stop is. Yes. on the official beer tour at well, the library. Why, all right, so this is the the concept. So we've been talking about it for over a year now. Okay, that Anthony's Limo Service does wine tours out out east. Ten years, and we're now. looking to put together a bus tour. And I know people have done it already, and, yeah. and we've actually been there's, talking there's to people. There's a couple of them that do yeah, it. Taps and apps. Tapped Tapped Enterprises. Yeah, Taps the, Enterprises. And the brew bus. And the brew bus. They all followed me, Charlie. And then there's another one called Long Island Brewery Brewery and Wine Tours. They do out east mostly, though. They're the Riverhead sector. Yeah, but they they bring people to me. I was the first, and I'll tell you how I know I was the (laughs) first. You weren't the first. You're not even doing it now. I was the first doing the wine tours. Oh, yes, yes. Because... I thought you were the I'm like, you're not even doing it yet. But Glazy wouldn't allow it because the old man didn't like it. But when he died, I happened to be out there, and I asked the daughter, and she started it. And then I started out at Puglazi and Lens, mm-hmm. and then it all started from there. Lens. But yeah. I never wanted to expand it's it because one. I was doing so many things. Well, we got a, we got an easy brewery tour for you. Yeah, it's Holbrook. Holbrook. You just do Holbrook. Yeah, well, you have St. James, <laughs> okay, Spiderbite, okay, myself, okay, and Squarehead, and I can get to, and I can and get, then, and then and then to cap it all off, you can bring them into Patchog, and you have. Hopefully, then like four Blue point, the Blue Point. I try rest- not to get them drunk. Blue Point Bre- yeah. Brewery will be open with their restaurant. Patrick Beer there. Project. Who else? Or is Patrick? you can go to Patrick Beer in Project, area. or um, to my friend, see my friend Paul Sunrise. Cosmic, who's the head brewer. He's at, out there, uh, Brickhouse. I want to do three. Oh, and Paul. Paul we right. we Paul do. Thompson. We yeah. do Lens Puglazi and Baiting Hollow. They start at the Library Cafe. Everybody meets at the library. My bus takes them out to Lens. They get a free tasting there. My bus takes them out to Puglazi, which is wineries. Yep, they, I know. They get a free tasting there. I've then they there. go. Then they go to Baiting Hollow. They get a free tasting there. Yeah. Then they go back to the Library Cafe for a three course meal. 
So when we started, we charged $85. I've only increased it $20 in well, 10 years. It's you want to run down you, your schedule, you get those, too? You would have got those, coming up in uh, those, March and you April. You could do those four. <laughs> the work with you Anthony know. Grazzi, the special <laughs> guest host. <laughs> you know, I know I know. St. James doesn't have a tasting room, but you could do at least the three of us that have tasting rooms, and then you can go into to either Brick House or the Patrick Beer Project. He's got uh, a pretty, they, pretty big... Brick House is, a rest, has, is the brew pub and yeah. restaurant. It's great. Do you do Patrick lunch? Beer do you get out of that brewery to do lunch? Can I bring you out to lunch? We sit and we talk? Seriously. Yeah, I'll... I'll oh, you want me to come to you? I'll bring food. Uh, doesn't matter to me. Do you, do you I, have food, I live you right have food at, there? See, see, the thing is, I live right... Hijacking our guests I, again. I'm a fucking guy. I live local to here. Yes. He's coming on to you, When are you done? I like him. Okay, first of all... Here we go, DB. He's... He's Bat- around, we're the around, we're around, the, we're around the same age. Yeah. He's much better looking than Give me. Take a century. <laughs> he's a marketing whiz. He walks in. He's got every single one where you're supposed to have a koozie, a fucking hat. Uh, next year, he's going to have uh, gloves. He's got 1940s brewing underwear on and a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> he's smart. Plus, he he's, smart, plus he's been in business now. Clearly, he's smart. I need to surround myself with small, of smart people. I'm getting tired of doing this. I might want to go do beer. That's hey, smart. You. That's electric, smart wait, wait, you. electric cars are coming out. I'm not going to have a fucking job in 10 years. <laughs> La- ladies and gentlemen, here's Flying Howard cars. Schultz. Yeah. 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 He's much. running for president. He doesn't know what to do, but he's going to surround himself with great people. I could be, I could be a phenomenal politician. Where have I heard that before? But yeah. my, my, my background, my past will fucking put me in jail. How did that work out in the last yeah. like Pastor? My, my past. Yeah, I did oh, say yeah. that. I thought he said pastor. I said pastor. I, like, yeah, pastor. No, no, I had nothing anymore. to do with the pastor. <laughs> my past. We're in a my, post-truth world. <laughs> my past, past doesn't matter. No, yeah. that's not true because they uh, look Ooh, at Bill sorry. Cosby and look at all these people that talk about 30 years later. Yes. So all the, the crap that I did and all the women I were with, hey, as long as if I get a, on the front page of Daily News, they're going to want a piece. You're as long as that. there's not an audio tape of you saying you're going to grab women by the pussy. There is none. Because that would sink anybody's campaign. Well, I don't, didn't but yet it worked. <laughs> WGB, uh, WGBB's files was demolished, so they're gone. Yeah. So the only thing I have left is the three years here. That's fine. So I'll have that You've forever. been pretty tame. I've been pretty tame. I never used bad words. I, uh, I, that's I mean, bullshit. You know, like, like, go over the line. No, you haven't done anything like Dan like Romano you, or anybody yeah, else. Yeah, you saw how I said, you know, thir- by the 13th hour, I was going to be the upper west side of, of New York. Yeah, I, I, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, right. we, no, no, we all we all got the way that was going. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, listen, no, seriously. Well, I'm, though, done. We, I'm done. I'm <laughs> done. No, no, no. It's absolutely the truth that for a year we've been trying to plan something for an area, for a sector, for a hub of places that we could put together something where uh, Pete and I could sponsor the, the, the bus. We could... Uh, bring people along for our uh, maiden voyage. We want to go to an area that has great breweries. Holbrook is a great area. I've been to all uh, three breweries out there, the, the including other, the other area. Yeah, besides Holbrook, is is you got to look at Bayshore. Oh yeah, you have yeah. you have the Brewers Dubco, Collective, Dubco, and Great South, Wins, Bay, great South Bay, and hopefully the guys. Fire Steve Island. and Bill, if you're listening, get yeah. your butts moving, yeah, will you? Well. <laughs> and and get hop winds open. Yeah, we're trying. Well, they're, they're sitting there for the five one six four six five three nine nine zero. If you want to give us a call and talk to the greatest beer master on Long Island, <laughs> Charlie. <laughs> That's Charlie <laughs> Becker. Are there even <laughs> any other beer shows it. on Long Island? There yes, are, yes, there's, there's a lot. Fantastic voyage. Yes. There are a lot of beer shows, so and they're unlike any other, like this one. That's correct. This is the staple. Like we that? have Charlie Becker from 1940sBrewingCompany.com here, and we don't need anything else right no. now. 
I do the same thing. Two well, weeks let me acknowledge those other podcasts because listen, by by no means are we anti oh, so, other podcasts so, because so, the other podcasts so do. Easy, so he's easy. Yeah, I know he is. Oh, oh yeah, he's easy. Oh. Oh, so easy. He's going to give me a hand job after the show. No, yeah, really not, not that kind of easy. <laughs> I, I did find you very attractive in your fucking green Christmas sweater. Thank you, my <laughs> scarf. And his <laughs> scarf. Oh, you see his scarf? I'm sweating. It's like he's walking around with Shirley Temple by his hand. He's about to do a tap dance. Creepy. Over here. I am. He, I'm surprised he doesn't have the hat that Michael has. Jesus you know, Christ. Michael has? Put the hat Michael has on there. Hello, Dolly. Wow. I love you, Dolly. This here is not a Dolly hat. What are you talking about? But if you put that hat on DB yeah. and you just put him out here, he'll tap dance for you. I'm not letting him touch my hat. I'm just going to be honest. Hello, Dolly. It's DB Frick, uh, 1940s Brewing Company. So uh, I do want to acknowledge the other podcasts out there because, like I said, they're not something that we're anti-podcast. We just try to do things a little differently. We make our podcast about the brewers, and we want to get their story. We want to get their personality. We want to get the behind the scenes that when you go to a tasting room, sometimes you may not have the time or they may not have the time to sit down and talk with you like we can here. So you get to know a little more of the personality behind the brewery. That's what our initial intention was, and that's what we try to do here. We're not a beer review. We love fucking beer. So I don't give a shit if it comes in and it's a... Uh, a we like, we like quality beer. And but it has so much quality beer out there. It, yeah, it, but there's it, a yeah. different... Embarrassment of riches. Okay. So then my point is, what we're trying to do is attach a personality to the brand. And when you sit down and listen to our show, oh boy, are there a lot of personalities? Fucking a, you're gonna <laughs> well, on get. This show there's not a. There's, My there's Michael's the personality. No, Pete's no, no, the no. Personality. I'm an often guest, and there's <laughs> uh, uh, Nick from. Uh, you don't have many in studio. You have the. What are you talking about? The Brewers no, you, you have. Yes, in here. yeah. I'm talking. A lot of them are uh, fucking uh, characters. They're That's all characters. About. They're yeah. not personalities. The personalities is Mike and Pete. Sometimes me, maybe Nick from uh, your buddy. Yeah, yeah, my buddy, from, Nick uh, from Queens, and Mike what, from Boston. And Mike from Boston, yeah. but that's about it. He he focuses on the on on the brewery. Oh, I see where you're going with that. Okay, and yes, absolutely. And, and they're good at it. Pete will tell you if he doesn't like your beer. Pete will say, nah, I'm not. I don't no, not, but it's not that. What it is, they're, he'll be that, truthful about it. I'm, yes. And I'm being honest. That's why I like you. And it's they're, not about the beer. It's about the style. style. Yes, there are styles that I'm just not. Huge on. Yeah, he's not but good. Like, on, that's there's sometimes I've he's ter- I can't have it, and he'll say it to the Brewers, and that's what it's about. It's not but sitting it's not. here going, "Wow, you're fantastic." I love your beer, and then twenty minutes later, say, I'll never buy it. I'll buy this. Yo, you not I'll only just, buy it, but you'll buy, try to market I'll it in your bar. Every brewer that's been on here has had at least one or two beers that knocked my fucking socks off. And the I have to admit, he's right. He's he's right. He's right. There, yeah, or, or something that I you know I haven't tried. We had Brewers Collective on. They brought a Gruen in, and never, never heard of it before they brought that in. Is. If you've never had it, it's fucking wild. It's, yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm like a beer with no hops. Absolutely. Didn't know it existed. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> they didn't know it was a thing. Did not know that was a thing. They've done one with the uh, the tips of the uh, uh, oh pine cones, uh, pine, pine cones. cones. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Mm. We didn't have that. We talked about that. Was these guys? These guys. That's what the whole part about being in Farmingdale was. Mm-hmm. We were all you doing were in Farmingdale? our own thing. Wait, wait, wait. We, we, I, in live Beth in Page. I, li- I live in Farmingdale. I live in Old Bethpage. Oh, oh dude, wow, we all live on fucking Long Island. I didn't know he did. You know what? Tell him, DV. Shut his fucking mic off. That? I don't You're like right. him. I should I'm have done. my mic shut off. You're done, right? <laughs> We're, done. We're, We're done, done with, with him. him. We have another beer here. Charlie. Charlie doesn't like you. And you know what? <laughs> no, I like DV. I don't I like DV. I don't like you either. He was trying to Don't you fuck with the world like it, Pete. You just showed 
up. I've been here a year. Don't ruin the fucking chemistry. We got chemistry here. Pete doesn't talk. I take over the show. Nobody needs your fucking jokes, dum dum. And now I know right. how it feels to Sorry, be, I'm gonna go be now. not the other person <laughs> in there. That's usually me doing those wise ass comments. Yeah, I haven't slept. You don't have the honor to say that to me yet. I'll tell you when you can make fun of me. Fair enough. Well, you, I know something really silly, Charlie. Make fun of me. His wife is the PTA president she of my daughter's was, school. She just, was at a, she just was at a meeting. She wouldn't oh, take my phone call. Yeah. <laughs> She's the president, and they love her. Yeah, they, they love her. She's, she's sitting at the thing. Well, this is she's, the best. She's spending. She's, I have to do this. I go, are you getting paid for this? She goes, oh, it's for the kids. I go, fuck the kids. What about me? <laughs> no, no, don't fuck the kids. No, no. <laughs> don't fuck no, the no, kids. No, 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 no. Sorry. Let's re- right, rephrase no. that. Forget about the kids. Right, forget about the kids. <laughs> <laughs> what about me? Let's go get a job. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Don't do that to the kids that's either. That's me. Nope. No, oh, that's no. me. Okay, Hold there on, we go. That'll scare the kids. This is me in the corner after dad. 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 Dad, Dad, can you buy this? Dad, can you buy this? Honey, can I go to the show? Why don't you stay home tonight? Get it ready. Clock it in the corner. I sit yeah. in the corner and get it ready. Yeah. Push the button. Oh, yeah. What do you want to do? You got it. Uh, uh, maybe click, click. If I shoot it, I can leave. I can be out of here. I could, if I'll be gone, no more I can more escape problems. this world. I can escape. No more limos. No more Charlie Becker from 1940s Brewing Company. No, be, no more D.B. Frick with Ch- Shirley Temple. I'd That's be not going to happen. You want a double cock? Yeah. Uh, I would oh, do I you that's, that's like yeah, I want to That's talk. like Russian roulette. Ooh, <laughs> is that a shotgun? Do I hear? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, sweet Radio. relief. <laughs> sweet relief. That's right. Gov's Radio Tag. But no, you know, it's hard. And it is. It ain't easy, but I, I, uh, I commend you. That's fantastic being fourth generation. It's, it's, cheers. So just going back to really quick to sum up what, what we were just talking about in regards to the, the brew bus, that's something that we really want to explore and we're just looking for the right area. And the what's the matter? You have so, you have just, two great just, areas. Just yeah. Mike trying to actually, get back on top. Actually, I'm trying to. I'm, I'm air traffic control. Actually, Mike. I'll give you. I'll give you a third. Okay. And here's the third you should go to. Yeah. Go out to Riverhead. Oh yeah. I you don't have, that's you have Long Island. Island. You have Long Island. I'll tell you. I don't want to go far. Mustache. Yep. And North Fork Brewing uh, Company. Yes. Hear me out. That's what I'm thinking. North Fork. Well, hear me out. You also have Crooked Ladder. Yes. And then if you want to get something to eat. There's plenty of food. Riverhead's got plenty of places. And Diggers, personally, Diggers Ale. Scott keeps telling us about some taco joint that's out there. That can I tell you why? Yes, he does, yeah. yeah. Can, can I give yeah, you an explanation? Yeah, it's on 20, it's, I think it's on 25. Yeah. It's, it's right in there. And he just keeps saying, like we're rooting off of tacos. Place. That's what he wants yeah, to do. Boom, with. And it's there. Um, the other it's one too I. Too far. It's too far. What Charlie? if you went out to Greenport and then worked your way I, back? I do the I do the wine tour for the library. In ten years, we've had one incident where the bus broke down and I had to get out there, and people were inconvenienced. I've, if I've done a thousand, one time it happened. So what I want to do with the beer tours now, I want to keep it a little bit closer. To me, Farmingdale, Holbrook's perfect. Right. So to go to Holbrook, I'll go to Holbrook. I don't want to go out there anymore. I'm, I'm, well, try, I'm tired of being you, out there. You have you have Holbrook and you hit have Bayshore. Yeah. Hit up Holbrook. You can you can you can, you can run tours. Back. You can run tours. Right. And, and either break it up between us. I'll come out with my wife. Or you can stay in one place and then have them eat in Patchogue and then You go start home. at Holbrook. Whatever. Grab a bite to eat in Bayshore, hit up the breweries in Bayshore, and then head back to But Farmingdale. I want to focus on his because I like him. And, and I will tell you this. When we were at the library when we started, the focus was to make sure that these people weren't – I don't want them to be intoxicated. Correct. I want them to enjoy themselves. Right. I want it to be a cla- – yeah. I don't – listen, yeah. I'm not bad-mouthing you bad any, anybody else's beer tours. How's that possible? But it's, that? It's, a, it's a free-for-all in those. I don't want it to be a free-for-all. I want them 
to, you, you know you, what? You you want them to drink at each brewery and enjoy and it, not and not on, on the, the bus. bus. That's right. What I'm, well, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to institute you're not allowed to bring alcoholic beverages on the bus. Yeah, awesome. just be, just because they get to enjoy the the experience of 1940s. And I would like to go probably the way I've looked at it. It's best to go to the first place, making you the first place, because you know you're guaranteed not to have have the intoxicated people there. You know, and then go to the mm. second place. Phone call. Yep. And then go to the third place, but start at you. That's how I look at it. This is the word with Mike and Pete, GhostRadio.com. Who do we got on the phone? Hey, this is Mackenzie with Bitches and Brews. Hey, Mackenzie, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Thanks a lot for calling to the show. Uh, Mackenzie is part of a larger uh, group of people that produce a podcast out in the Utah area, correct? Yes. That is correct. Do you like this show pre-Graz or, or post-Graz? She hasn't been watching. She's been driving home from work, I guess. Uh, and, uh, right. She's so a little bit she, she off on the time zone. She has zone. no idea. No, she doesn't know. Oh. Yeah, you missed, you missed a yeah, humdinger yeah. over the last 40 minutes there, sweetheart. <laughs> well, now I'm, that's just all the more reason to go back and listen again. Yes. Oh. There you go. Ah, what a guest. Yes. Are you driving drunk, Mackenzie? What a plug. <laughs> Cha-ching. Cha-ching. We like you, Mackenzie. That was a good move. <laughs> See, the reason why we reached Everybody out to Mackenzie is uh, Mackenzie knows the radio business. She's uh, one of the elements of a... Well, now, what's the podcast called? Is it called Bitches and Brews, or is it uh, something else? You know what? That's a great question. <laughs> yes. I don't, right you now... You don't even know your own show been... title? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Dad. No, no. Get this. Oh, this was not mine to begin with. Buckle this was trying. something I was brought into and asked to be a host. Okay. Recently. So um, I came in on this. It's my friend, his page. He does a podcast called SPO, like SPO. Okay. Um, and they brought me in, and they're like, let's talk about beer, and you should just keep coming. And then <laughs> you should take over while we I go to Saudi Arabia. So, you know, it just kind of fell in my lap, and I'm like, fucking A, I'll just uh, put this on my live stream on my Instagram. It's pretty yep. fun. <laughs> And that's where we've caught up with you. We I tried to call into the show a few weeks ago, but the uh, Google phone wasn't working right. Um, what you guys were talking yeah. about with your guests was uh, really interesting. I wanted to kind of chime in and comment with some uh, information about what's going on here at the East Coast. So uh, the reason why I really wanted you to call in is to give me some information about the breweries out there in Utah, because we are very unfamiliar with that part of the country. Uh, with know, all the liquor lores out in Utah, what is the what is the beer scene like in a Mormon state? You know what? The liquor laws don't really have a huge effect on the beer scene unless you're talking about beer on tap. Okay. So ah. that's where things get like a little bit weird is if you want to get something on on tap, it's got to be um, 4% or below. But if really? you get a I'm bottle out. or a can, four <laughs> percent 4%. That's crazy. We got a 7.2 here tonight. Mackenzie. Oh wait, hold on! That I got to turn your mic because you guys were chatting. M- Mackenzie, a four point two doesn't even go on a, on a scale. I apologize. We're gonna have to hang up on you. Have a good night. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's been no. great. I have to continue. My I apologize show. to my random it's, guest here. It's the word with Mike and Pete with special guest host Anthony Graz Grazia Day. Hi, how are you, Mackenzie? Um, I'm pretty good because I'm drinking out of a can. So am I. While you're driving drink home from work. Right. No, no, no. I already let, drove let home. I'm home now. She's home now. I, she's not. She's yeah, not out yet. Yeah. Good girl. Good. Good girl. 
so, I just got home like five minutes ago, and I've got my beer open, and it is not 4%. It's a stout that is 5.9%. Nice. There you go. Now you're talking. You That's go. how you creep up there. So so tell me. I guess it's a good starter. <laughs> tell, so what Pete brought up was a really good point. So is it harder to find like higher a, uh, alcohol content beers, or is it very easy to find stuff in like a wine shop or anything like that? It's actually really easy to find high point beers. Okay. You just you just have to make sure that A, you're not buying it on tap, so buy a bottle or a can. Okay. And B, you do need to go to either a brewery itself uh-huh. or you need to go to the liquor store if you want to get these high point okay. beers. So it's not too bad. It's it's as much as you can you can dodge in between and, and really make it happen. If it was too bad, then we wouldn't have one of the nation's largest, most successful breweries that is still independent, which is Uinta Brewing. Which one is it? Uinta. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brewing. Yes. And they are in almost every state. They're, um, they're amazing. Yes. And it's for good reason. They really are. I mean, they're huge. Yes. But they're not, they're not a microbrewery, and I do support small business, but... I gotta give it to them. They're they're big for a reason. Now, do you, are you close enough that you can visit the tap room often? Yeah, I go to Uinta every so often. Uh, Epic Brewing is another huge one, but we've got some other smaller breweries that are awesome. And some of the laws just loosened up as far as opening up breweries. Mm-hmm. So we have a ton of new breweries that have been popping up, and our craft beer scene is getting bigger. It makes me happy. Oh, that's awesome! I, 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 the expanding brewery market, I, I would assume, is a little slower in a state like Utah than in a very densely populated area like here in New York. But I'm sure you're seeing some progress, correct? Starting to. <laughs> that's the key word. Yeah. I mean, but, do you, you think know, it's a little slower than what you've seen out there on the internet, or or do you think that it's uh, you know kind of picking up speed? Like, what what's the what's the status? What's what's the feel right now? So, I mean, it, it depends on who you're comparing to. Mm. So when I see it online, I could compare myself to, like, the Pacific Northwest and San Diego and be like, we're nowhere near that. No, Not no one is. Close. They are so far right. ahead of everybody. It's crazy. Yeah. But then I have friends out in Montana. Okay. And <laughs> like remote places where they're like, I don't have enough craft beer around me like they have some good stuff but at the same right. time it's all like just in one area so nice. i would say utah we fall somewhere in the middle especially okay. with the growth that yeah, we're yeah. seeing like it's pretty good awesome now uh part of your podcast is uh bringing in local uh people and local breweries so uh w- the last few shows who have you had on and and who have you experienced uh you know drinking with and and um, who really stood out in the last few months that you've been doing the show? Um, oh, man, months. That's a good one. I've been doing this maybe a month. Um, <laughs> but we've had some really cool people. We had um, TF Brewing threw in some beers, and TF Brewing is one of Utah's newest breweries. Um, I think they opened like a month ago. Okay. And... They gave us some growlers that were awesome. Like, they are pumping out some really good beers over there. They know what they're doing. Um, and then I've really enjoyed Salt Fire Brewing. Ooh. They um, they don't 
do anything on tap because they refuse to make something that's low percent just so that it can go on tap. Right. If it's supposed to be style, you know, then they're like, okay, we'll make it according to style. But okay. I don't think they have anything that's 4%. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> well, that's and they're really great. Yeah. They're they... awesome. And we have them on, oh, I want to say twice, possibly. Nice. <laughs> there you go. Well, that's it. When you have a repeat guest, you know they're good. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so what's your favorite style of beer? I mean, what do you, what do you really like seek out and, and try to find at the local distributor or at a brewery? What, what's the first thing that really stands out to you? Good beer. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Like yeah. people want to go to a certain style or another, but I have a belief in variety and keeping different things on my palate keeps every beer interesting and new. Okay. So I'm always looking for something different. I love IPAs, don't get me wrong, but those are everywhere. So so I'm really always looking for something awesome. I love sours. I love stouts. I fell in love with beer over porters and stouts and scotch ales, like really malty beers. So I'll always have a a soft spot, I guess, for them. But... um, it's hard to not like beer if it's brewed well. Now, what was the <laughs> what was the first uh, beer that kind of turned you on to being a craft beer drinker? Um, definitely Moab Brewing. It's a local Utah brewery. They have a Scotch ale that's pretty awesome, and that's what turned me on for sure. <laughs> was it Mo- Moab? Me M O L A V. Oh, M O A B, like boy. A-B. At the end. Oh, Moab, I got gotcha. you. Moab. Yep, we're yeah. following so them. I Moab... just want to make sure on my Instagram that we're following all these breweries that you mentioned because uh, to find and see and take a take part in the whole process uh, is kind of cool. And and we love to to search on the social media and really tune into you know across the country and really even overseas and in the entire North America, what people are doing just to get an idea of, you know, the culture and the, the styles and, and the spots and the, the regionalism of beer. It's, it's very cool to watch. It's almost like uh, being a historian of beer. Was it a smoke- oh, sorry. Let me get you back it, on try again. Yeah. Was it a smoke scotch ale? It is. Ooh. Yes. That <laughs> so by the I, way, I, I have to tell you, it was one of the first ones that I brewed as a home brewer. And I hadn't found uh-huh. anything like it until I went to Shenandoah Valley Brewing Company down in Staten, Virginia. Mm. And their smoke Ooh. scotch ale was off the hook. Wow. That's Charlie from the 1940s brewery right here on Holbrook, Long Island. Uh, just so you know, he's our guest tonight in the studio. Cheers. Yes, cheers. He's brought in some really great beer. Uh, he has a New England style, very true to the New England style IPA, oh, the Wicked Chowder. Malt uh, forward. I like very that. malt forward, and we, we do like uh, a good malty beer, so it's uh, excellent to have and to hold. What are you drinking right now? I think you mentioned it, but I just want to repeat it. It's an oatmeal stout from Dry County Brewing. Dry mm. County. Oh, well, nice. Utah's like got plenty visit. of those. Dry County. <laughs> I know. I'm drinking a Georgia beer in Utah. Yeah. <laughs> well, <it laughs> nothing wrong with that. It don't matter. Nope. They're from uh, no, Ken- it- Kenshaw, New, uh, Georgia. We we have an oatmeal mm-hmm. stout on tap called Orange Whip at nine percent, and you don't even know Ooh. it's not. Is that the one you were talking about before? Yes. Oh, we got to get out there and again. 
Pete, we got to make another. This uh, good. It, it is so smooth and oh. so good. You don't even know it's nine percent, and the next thing you know, you're like, "Wow, what did I do?" This sounds like my kind of beer. That's I love these. <laughs> yeah, it's like having an orange creamsicle. So Pete brought in. Uh, Pete and I, we uh, do a little beer trading. Pete has some friends out in Texas and uh, Minnesota. Minnesota. I got some buddies up in Massachusetts, so I get that Trillium Treehouse connect. And uh, Pete brought in something for uh, us three to taste with you on the air. From St. Paul, Minnesota, this is the Urban Growler Brewing Company. And it is a lovely porter that we're about to drink right now. So we'll we'll have that with you while we talk to you for a few minutes. Sweet. Uh, yes. I love porters. Down. Porters are delicious. One of my favorite styles. Porter and brown. Chocolate. Porter and brown are some of my favorite uh, styles Chocolate of beer. cherry porter known as brunch porter. At yes. Now, did you guys have, you guys known for the jelly roll based uh, beers where you guys did your raspberry and your stout? No, when we did, we did our, um, the orange, the orange whip is our oatmeal stout. That That's strictly... Uh, orange and vanilla in okay, it. Okay, yeah. And if we barrel age it, uh, it comes out a little bit higher and nicely smooth and has a different name to it. Okay. But uh, we make a, a, our milk stout is Sinner's Mass. Yes, that's yeah, our, right. That's correct. our on the board. It never goes off. It's on all year round. And then we have the Brunch Porter, which is a chocolate cherry uh, porter. And now, is that one of the ones you're going to can in the next few weeks? Or no, what we're canning in the next few weeks is the is the uh, in bloom IPA. Yes, column shifter. Our, That's our what the smash, one I'm thinking of. Our smash double IPA, mm-hmm. which is just uh, uh, two one grain, one hop, done nine percent. And then we it's have a lot of grain. Uh, then we're coming out of <laughs> it's a lot yeah. of grain. <laughs> yeah, a lot of grain. Shit. <laughs> yes, yes. And it's you don't even know you're drinking what you're drinking. It's it's fabulous. And then Thanks, we have DB. Sinner's Mass coming out uh, in cans again. Yes. DB's helping us out our, today. That's our milk stout. Yes. Um, so how do you get your flavors? I want to know how do you get like the cherry? The and secrets. The I want to know all of the <laughs> secrets. <laughs> listen, listen. We have a blueberry ale that is so good, and people have raved about it. That one of our uh, customers, I should say, in in the local area, constantly keeps it on tap, just to make uh, beer mojitos for his Ooh. crowd. Uh, Seventy pounds of blueberries go into it. Per, per how many barrels? Five. Jesus Christ. Fourteen trips up the yeah. ladder. <laughs> I should know. I do. You did it yourself. I, huh? I, no, I'm the guy that pours all the fruit in. Oh, Jesus Christ. And then we have. And a, people say beard isn't nutritional. Right. <laughs> oh, this is nutritional. And we have another one that we bring out in the in the spring and uh, late spring, early summer called uh, it's a raspberry wheat. Okay. And. That's got that, and the, that too has seventy pounds of raspberries. That's a, a lot, lot of raspberries. raspberries. Well, if you've ever cleaned the fermenter, you know. <laughs> you know how many raspberries are. Uh, and, and is that? Are you doing fresh fruit? Or are you doing? Uh, We're doing. It's it's basically. Or, uh, what is it? The puree. Puree. No, 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 no puree. No, no. Right. It's all fruit. Okay. Really? Yeah, it's frozen fruit. We oh, defrost okay, okay, it a okay. little. We squeeze. We we squish it up. We cut open the bag, and then I climb the, the climb the ladder to the top of the fermenter and pour it in, and then the fermenter starts to get angry at me after a while. 
and it'll belch back once in a while, but okay. otherwise we're good. Yeah. You wear your little eye. How do you keep it clean? I'm sorry. One more. Like no, no. Listen, Mackenzie. Oh, hey, listen. You, there's you a saw reason we people. For, yeah, we cl- we have a cleaning process that is that uh, you know we follow the rules and we open up the fermenter and we make sure that the fermenter is clean. Yeah. I mean, we well, use- I mean, the fruit, there's a reason people use the puree because there's a lot of worry about contamination from fruit and, you know, puree is, is if, usually boiled if, or something. Can I, can I well, chime in? Yeah. I, I think the same process that you would use to boil and create the puree to purify also happens in the freezing process. Right. That you would eliminate a lot of that uh, mm-hmm. contamination by freeze drying and keeping that out. So then it's a matter of just making sure the thawing process doesn't pick up anything that's raw. So, you know, right. keep it in a very clean environment, making sure that it's completely sealed before opening and then opening right into the tank. Yes, that's exactly what we do. Look, Look at, at me, le- learning well knowledge. Done. Yeah, <laughs> done right. I saw Charlie nodding to I all of that. I was not a brewer. <laughs> <laughs> I am certainly not a brewer, but I do know a little science about keeping things, uh, you know, as contamination-free as possible. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely tough, mm. though. So if you're picking fresh fruit, there's no way to know no. that what you're getting off the because, vine and the cleaning process because, is going to hold the, up. Because the air and the wild yeast and everything that's around it. But in right. the freezing ah. process, a lot of that goes Kills away. That. And then you... We get it right away, right from the place into the into the shop, right. and then the next we it goes into our coal box, and then the next day it's like okay, it's party time, and I there's crushing everything, and then cutting open the bag. I got a bucket of sanitizer, me and 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 the ladder, and you know that's it. That's it. That's it, Mackenzie. So if you want to, you I know, go it. that route, then that's just about you know keeping all the utensils, all the hands-on stuff clean. And yep. making sure that you don't have anything touch it, and going right from bag right to uh, you know into the fermenter. You haven't seen anything until you clean the fermenter with seventy pounds of blueberries. Oh, <laughs> only imagine. It's, it's I a, don't have a fermenter big enough for that. Crimey, but crimey I really am a fan of your method. I don't, I don't like puree as much, so I'm a fan of your method. That's why I had to question because there's always people who are like they would just never do it, but. I'm on your side. Yeah, you can, that's it. You can only yeah. be so careful, and then at, at a point, it's like, am I going to give up flavor and do the puree, or do I want to do whole fruit? Yeah, yeah I well, think. Either, <laughs> either way, you, there's also um, there's something else that's out there. I don't remember what it is, but it, it, sometimes you can use it to replace the the fruit, but we have found that the Extracts fruit gives or us Or the, tincture? Uh, nah, extracts... It's for this you can't use that, okay? Because you can yeah. tell if somebody uses. Yes, you can. Yeah, it's not the same. You can. It's absolutely. Um, it is. Fen- it, you. What we do is we have to use the fresh fruit because we feel that that's what we we want to impart the color and the flavor mm-hmm. into the beer. There's no substitute for real And there's product. no substitute really for that. I mean, you can put in your extract this or – and there's nothing wrong with extract, please. No, uh, no. There's some, you, some cases you, where you have to use it. There's no choice. You have to use it. There's no choice because you can't, you can't put enough of that, that, that flavor in. But, you know, it, 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 when you can, we use fresh fruit. Yeah. It's frozen, but it's, it's there. Mackenzie, what's the last uh, beer that, as a home brewer, you've done – uh, caramel macchiato blondo. 
Wow. So That's it was a, different. a blonde oh. to clear almost to the look, but it had that chocolate uh, notes and stuff like that? So, I mean, it's just honestly like a base rate blonde ale that mm-hmm. I brew. And I throw in a little bit of caramel into the whirlpool at the very end. Um, um, let it ferment, put it into secondary. Last day of secondary fermentation, I put in some coarse ground coffee beans that I just kind of like crush myself with by hand. And then, um, oh, I also have lactose that goes in while it's boiling, of course. So it's a little more milky. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the, the coffee beans sit in there for about 12 to 18 hours. It's really all it needs to get some of that coffee flavor. Mm-hmm. And then um, I add some more caramel at that same time. So it tastes more caramely, but I'm not fermenting a ton of those sugars, which I completely fucked up on this last batch, <laughs> but whatever. Um, <laughs> well, uh, Charlie, so, any yeah. any tips to make that process a little more streamlined or, or, or to upgrade what she's looking to do? Well, we did one of our uh, oatmeal stouts, and we're looking to do it again, is we, after the, after the whole process is done in the fermenter, we drop the yeast and everything, mm-hmm. we pull it out, we'll put it into bourbon barrels. Ooh. And then we'll add Costa Rican coffee beans, organic cocoa, and Madagascan vanilla beans. It's a good thing we didn't get Graz to t- in here while <laughs> that's going on. Because the minute you say cocoa, he's like cocoa nibs and yeah, me in a bikini yeah. in it. Well, so it goes well the whole our thing. porter has cocoa nibs in it. So oh, yes. Good thing we didn't say anything about that. <laughs> Jesus <Yes>. Christ. But <laughs> but been another half an hour on that. But, but yes, I yeah. mean that. So that you think you, you can could, get you that could, same? You can, you can try. We've used whole Costa Rican uh, coffee beans, uh-huh. and we just drop them in. We put it into the barrel. Is that easy to obtain? Is that something you can get online, or, or like how would you? We bought them in the local stores. Costa Rican uh, coffee's not. Yeah, no. Costa Rican coffee, coffee beans are not hard it's to get. Whole beans. We don't. Correct? We don't. We didn't use the ground beans. We, right. We don't grind them. We just put them in whole because okay. we want. We wanted them to keep the, the – we wanted the flavor. We didn't want anything else to go – Yeah, no, know. the coloring or anything yeah, else that we goes didn't into want that. It, it was dark enough yeah. as it is. Yeah. I yeah. mean, this this barrel had – the funny part about <laughs> it was the barrel – when we first did this, it was in the, in Farmingdale. Oh, okay, yeah. And it was an old weathered barrel, and we didn't know what was going to happen. Or what the, was in there prior that could release itself into yeah. it. So so here we, we knew it was a whiskey barrel or okay. a bourbon barrel, but – it was so outside and weathered and gray and everything, and we said, okay, well, we'll give it a shot. And uh, one of the guys comes down and says, your barrel's leaking. I says, yeah, we know. She says, but how do you, isn't that going to affect anything? I go, and I wipe the barrel, and I taste it. I go like, no. <laughs> and he goes <laughs> like, exactly what I'm looking for. What, what does that taste like? I says, well, you see that spot over there? I says, you put your finger on that spot and then taste it. And he did, and he goes like, oh, Jesus, I'm leaving. <laughs> it, it was that damn good. Wow. I mean, you just have to sometimes, and as a home brewer, you yeah. can experiment more than we guys as craft brewers that have a place. We can do some of it, yeah. but if it doesn't turn out great, you know what happens. Yeah. We have to open the valve, and we watch it all go down the drain. Whereas yep. if you make a mistake, it's five gallons. Where we make a mistake, yeah. it's five barrels or ten barrels or 15 or whatever it is. 
You know. Yeah, it costs way more. And yes. for me, if I lose five gallons of this caramel macchiato blonde ale that I messed up, I got some friends who couldn't drink $30 worth of beer that I brewed that I don't really care about. <laughs> That's right. a totally different cost. You know? <laughs> so they have the squirts the next day. Big deal. Whatever. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you, well you, it's you, not contaminated. Yeah, no. <laughs> you make your blonde ale like that, we make ours with apricots. Ooh. There's yeah, a, there's a uh, little bit vari- variant that you can experiment with. How How is your... Um, produce out there do you guys have year-round um same thing as out here do you get it uh, a little easier because you're closer to the west coast where the you know the temperatures are a little different so we definitely do not have a year-round growing mm. season <laughs> our winters <laughs> not, not are that, frigid no. yeah, yeah um, but we get all like we grow all sorts of fruit i personally have an orchard where i've got apricots apples peaches pears cherries Everything apple peaches, um, pumpkin pie. So it's really oh. great. Here, here I what? go. Yeah, peach goza. Ooh, you got to do a peach goza. You got to add. You got. You got to add apricots to your blonde. And you, have, if you've ever made a porter, you got the cherries. Just grab some vanilla beans or vanilla extract. Yeah, and. And hook yourself up. Come on. <laughs> well, I had that idea. That my idea was to call it a black forest porter, but I mean, same. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, listen, Mackenzie, we got someone else on the line. I'm sure you're going to be able to hear him. This is the word with Mike and Pete. Who do we got on the phone? Mike's not going to make it real quick. <laughs> oh, Jesus, Graz, we're going to hang up on it's you in two seconds. He's really guy. calling no, now. He just got home and he's calling. Yeah, he's already got no. home and he's calling. Go ahead, Graz. That's no, weird. I'm making it quick. Michael, is my dad there? Yes, he's here. <laughs> Charlie's here. Yes. Dad, Dad, I'll see you in a couple of days. Okay, I'm going to take a little trip and I'll see you soon. You got fantastic beer. Okay. <laughs> All right, Graz. Really I look forward to it. Yes, love you, sweetums. Sorry, I can't wait to see you. Go fuck yourself, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> All right, he's. Gone now. <laughs> we had Graz in the studio right right before you called, and he had to go out and uh, work. We'll say, uh, quote, oh. work a corner. Yes, work a corner. Uh. Is that legal in New York? Uh, yeah, still is at some point. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently it is. Legal's a no. It's, it's a loose. It's a, yeah. it's, a, it's a depends loose on term. who you talk to. Um, so, uh, what do you have any uh, new recipes that you're working on that you're going to start executing in the next few weeks? Uh, yeah, I got a bunch. <laughs> oh boy! Well, listen. If, if in fact so you many. want some uh, some some direct, um, I guess, correspondence, go to 1940s Brewing in Holbrook, New York. It's on Instagram, 1940s Brewing. Uh, just ask for Charlie. He'll give you his email address, and he can help you out and mentor you through the, the process if, in fact, you don't have a head brewer to talk to. He's uh, very easygoing, and he'll give you all the information. Apparently, he gives it all out here on the air for us, <laughs> so he'll give it to you no problem. Yeah. I mean, it... it, it Thank you. That peach uh, with peach wheat... Goza. That, it's, Goza. It's, it's on tap. That's, Goes down easy. It, yeah, I got to get out there, man. It, it was, it, spend a day yeah, traveling it, out oh. east and hitting you guys up because... We're going to get murdered if, if Greg and um, I know. 
uh, Dan is d- doesn't see us our faces out at Long Island, and we definitely yes. have to get out to you yes. to your your spot uh, again. I'm probably going to get murdered by them anyway. We <laughs> ent- we entered our uh, race car in today. Oh, oh the Pinewood the Derby, pine, the Pinewood Derby. Oh. Yeah. Now, now you understand. If you know the name, you yeah. can expect what the car looked like. Okay, with a keg in the back seat, <laughs> a half barrel. It was powered by nitro uh, it, sitting it, it, inside the it keg. It does not race well, but she gets style. <laughs> Points all the way. Yes, I'm sure. Did they give an award for style points? I'm no, sure. not yet. We oh, told them the they got to do. They got to do one for style points. Yes, they do. They have to the, ca- enter your car into like you know a, a visual element. Yeah, just just category. figure just figure a 1940s uh, <laughs> convertible with a keg, a half barrel sticking out of the back seat. A, Man, a coupe, when I saw that online, style. it brought me back to you know sixth grade when I was a Boy Scout and we would go to the local church basement and and race in the Pinewood Derby and and give out. Uh, some sort of award, a trophy, and you're like, yeah, I get the best one. My dad did the whole thing, but <laughs> I still push the button and, and let it all go. Uh, Mackenzie, so at the breweries out by you, what kind of um, you know events do they host that you're really into? Is there like a you know a, a night where you really enjoy and, and go out? Like, what do people do in Utah for fun? I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, as far as events go, we've got a few, but we could definitely use a lot more. So Pinewood Derby. The Utah Brew Fest, though the Utah Brew Fest is pretty cool. There's oh. like all the craft breweries. Um, we had some distilleries <laughs> and even like a craft cigar shop there. Oh, nice! So they basically bring as many of those Utah-based breweries in and and have tents set up and tastings and stuff like that. Oh yeah, it was like you pay your entrance fee and. Then everybody just fills your glass. Open bar, dude. Open bar. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, that was, it was pretty legit. And there was some classes so you could actually learn stuff about the different things that were there. So like some of the brewing processes and I think some of the distillation process was part of it too. It was pretty cool. cool. Do you guys do any cask festivals out there? Any what kind of festival? Cask. I don't think we have any cask festivals that oh, I know of. That would be oh, really man. cool. We have we have at least we have two of them, actually three of them now. Yeah, uh, we have. We just finished up the Long Island Nano Cast yep. Festival at Rocky Point. That was a big is, one. A lot of oh, people came out for that one. Lot, uh, and then uh, you get the, the, the Brewers Collective. Brewers Collective coming is up. Doing their independent craft. Uh, cask festival. So a lot of the small then, breweries here, Mackenzie, are going to submit uh, a cask or two, which is taking their base beers and then like adding like really crazy variants <laughs> to like really up the game, up the alcohol content, and, and it's fermented in the cask itself. Correct. Yes. And then there's always the Blue Point Cask Festival, which yeah, I don't Blue know Point, if we're going to have Point. another one, but no, I'm sure. No, Blue Point. They're definitely is doing going it on. It's going to be even bigger than it Real. was. Well, they got the whole parking. They lot. got the whole parking so, lot. So shit. tickets going to be unbelievable. They're going to open it up to like I don't know how many more hundreds of breweries. Mm-hmm. Uh, our beer. We brought two beers to that festival, and general admission opened up at two o'clock. Mm. VIP was at one. Two o'clock at two twenty-five, blueberry pancake was done. Shit! Fifteen minutes later, hot mango chowder was finished, and we're sitting there. Hot mango chowder, and we're going like, "What do we do now?" And I told him, "You have a glass." He says, "Yeah." I says, "Go around and get drunk." Yes, pretty much. (laughs) But pretty much. But uh, the cast festivals are unbelievable because you get you get beer that people don't 
you can't find it anywhere. The brewers don't brew it anywhere. It's a one-off. They, it's a one-off yeah. that they do just for the event. And it comes in either pins or firkins. It's five gallons or ten gallons. Mm-hmm. And Oh, man, guys, that's got to run out so fast. Yeah, well, well let me tell you, it, it depends upon how many you have, you yeah. know. I mean, it, it, like most of them at Rocky Point, because of the small clubhouse and everything, it's it's two five. We bring two five gallon casks. We go home empty. Mm-hmm. As you should. Yeah. Oh, sign gonna... me up, though. I'll be there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we, this time we brought uh, cappuccino tiramisu milk stout and a. Oh um, my god. Yeah, and we brought uh, shifty peppers, which was our nine percent column shifter with jalapenos. Wow. So the bite was on the oh. back end, right? Oh no, you had no bite <laughs> because what we do is we we have a tendency the way we do the jalapenos is not to give you all that heat okay you want that green you want that smell and you get a little bit of the heat coming down we eliminate a lot of the other stuff oh, that's very so, cool yeah we do i it. do like like um we've had the bridge and tunnel chipotle porter yeah. so there's nothing on the front end it's just on the back end you're like oh there's something there. Yeah. I had a, yeah. The, 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 the they probably do it the same Texas. way they do. You know, we yes, do. Yeah. correct. Yeah, same kind of mango from Rar Brewing. Yeah, mm. Rar did a great one. Yeah. That was like, uh, it, it started off smooth and all of a sudden a little bite in On the, the back, back end. end. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you got you got to get everybody out there to do a cast festival. Yeah, that's one that Some, some breweries got to want to do it and host it who's ever big enough and has the big enough place to bring everybody Well, you know in. what we do, right? We just leave it all to Denver. So, <laughs> oh, come, on, come on, you're leaving it to GABF. It, 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 everything there is kegged. When I'm saying, oh no, it, no, it's not just GABF. They have all sorts of festivals and yeah, stuff oh, going on all the time because there's so much. There's breweries all over Denver, Longmont, Boulder. Yes, uh, I know. I I've mean, been there. Yeah, you've been out there, right? Yeah, I mean, you have to know. You have to know. That's cool. Have you been so down for just, GABF? I haven't. Oh, I'm actually oh, really oh, sad about this. How, how far are you from? The last couple of years. How oh, far is the got, drive? Gotta Seven go. hours. Seven? Just Seven hours. Just That's a hike. Fly out there. It's tough. <laughs> I know we have to take a, uh, an <laughs> we airplane. Have to fly out there. It takes us as long. I don't know. I think I would try to make the drive. That's like us going up to Vermont. Up, up oh, to no, the top no, no, of no, Vermont. No, 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 no. Oh, you're going to go further than that. Yeah. Yeah, it's longer than that. Well, it's, I've done the five, you guys, it's drive. worth the drive. It is worth the okay. drive. I've done it a lot of times you because do, then I can bring back as hours. much beer yes. in my Xterra as I possibly could ever want. You <laughs> fill up the car and drive it home and start doing some trading. It, it's a festival yes. that, you, that ends all festivals. That's There's correct. nothing that compares to the size and, and the, the scope town. and the days and yes. everything. And yeah. the town is so welcoming and... You not only have all the breweries that are out there, but you have the cider houses that are out there. And, it's, and even the it's conglomerate fantastic. of people around the country, you, they you all flock you, to you, that place. All you have to do is walk out of your hotel room in the city of Denver mm-hmm. and go one block, and you can have four or five breweries right there. <sighs> That's crazy. Yes. It's, it's you, cra- don't, you don't have to travel far. It's Mecca, like you San Diego. You have to be careful, though. Why? What happened? Like, that shit's crazy because it's a mile-high city for a reason because yes. it's literally a mile high. So, like, I go there, and I'm a Utah girl, so I'm like, I, I drove through the mountains on the way here. I don't have any altitude sickness. I got this, right? right. There for, like, four days. On the fourth day, I've been drinking the whole time, and I've been just fine. Fourth day, four I go... Four days straight. 
Well, yeah, true, true. You got me there. That, that might <laughs> have been a, a, like, attributed to a little bit of that. Yeah. Well, I went to Crooked Stave and Great Divide and then another brewery that was just down the street. They're all like, mm-hmm. you know, walking mm-hmm. distance, like right next to each other. Boom, yep. boom, boom. I'm feeling great. Like, I'm like, yeah, I just had, I don't know, I think six tasters of 8 to 12% sours from Crooked Stave and a couple of pints at Great Divide and another pint at this next brewery. I'm fine. This isn't bad. Oh, yeah, it's great. And then all of a sudden, the altitude and the alcohol together oh, no, definitely the altitude. finally yeah. hit you. And you're like, oh, fuck. I, like, normally I could handle this. Like, normally this is not a lot of beer. So you've got to be careful if you go there and yeah. you go drinking. <laughs> I, I, it's a great area to be in. I, I would definitely try to make the trip if I were you. I haven't been out there yet, but we've done some of the big beer festivals here on the East Coast. I've traveled up to the uh, Boston Seaport and done the big one up there. Uh, we were actually scheduled, believe it or not, to do the biggest beer fest on the East Coast in Atlantic City uh, on the end of March uh, with the Hopped Up Network. With the Hopped Up Network is a network of podcasts. On Go to hoppedupnetwork.com, and you can check out all the best podcasts from around the country we're part of that, and uh, the Jersey Beer guys uh, invited us down, but unfortunately, they, the, I guess the organiza- organization wants us there for all three sessions, and we can only make it for two of the sessions, so we're kind of cut out. But that's all right. You know, we'll, we'll still mention the AC Beer Fest that we could have been a part of it, but that's one of the biggest ones here on the East Coast. Um, and then the next one I would say is the GABF, and, and it's one of the ones that I – have a bucket list to get out to, and we'll be out there at one point in my life. I'm damn sure. I don't know if we'll broadcast from there. That would be ridiculous. But at the same time, uh, you know, it's something that you got to experience for yourself. I'll add another okay, one to I your bucket list. Okay, I have a question. No, I'm going to add one to his bucket list okay. before you ask the Ooh, question. Oh, is it another one? <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Go to Munich, Germany. Oh, fucking oh, Munich, yeah, October. October. One of my favorite cities. Oh. My brother did that this year. <laughs> my sister's done it. Everyone I fucking know has done it. <laughs> I'm going to a house. <laughs> <laughs> it's my brother, my brother did that the is going to be thing. done. That, 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 is, that is the beer festival to end 100%. Beer There's yes. nothing else to because compare. That, that's why I don't want to do that unless, right away. Uh, I'll do that when I'm a little unless, older. Unless you have a reserved table, yeah. you're, you're online at 9.30, 9.30 in the morning. Yep. The tents open at 10. Okay. The beer starts flowing at 10.30. A.M. Each yes. each one of these tents have huge kitchens. The pork knuckles, the pig knuckles, <laughs> whole chickens, uh, whole oh, the chicken. food. The food is unreal. Yeah, it's amazing. It's it's just unreal. DB, you've been out there. And, yeah, the fact I lived and, out, I lived in and, and, in Europe in 1998. Wow, in 2014. The, the, the I worked security out there. for these places are retired special ops. Really, and you're as safe as can be. <sighs> And it is a fabulous every venue. level of awesome. But you can't do it every day. You got to go one day there, one day someplace else, okay. one day back there, and then the last weekend when it closes, you do the sat, you do Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and you just get plowed. Wow, it's amazing! <laughs> and then on a Monday morning, you wake up and you get on your plane and fly back to New York, <laughs> <laughs> and you pour yourself into your seat <laughs> and no, head back you, home. They feed you very good on Lufthansa. Let yeah, me tell you. all right, yeah. I, there you go, <laughs> Mackenzie. That's one to check out. Uh, I think that'll be on the back end of my uh, my life. 
Uh, my brother did it for the midlife crisis this past year. You know, really? Fucking, yeah, you had a fucking blast. Yeah, it sounds fun. My sister oh, did it before she it. was married. We actually, we actually stayed at the Marriott, which was like two blocks from the train station. Uh-huh. And it was fabulous. We walked right into the festival. Wow. And, and there, if you hail a cab... Don't be surprised if a Mercedes Benz pulls up oh, in well, yellow yeah. and picks you up. Yeah, that's right. what they it's have. Class. Right there. It's class, class from start to way. finish. Yeah, fuck. And you got the Mercedes Benz Museum. You got everything else. Oh, it's great. It's great. I, I I've been to. Um, I was in Amsterdam on New Year's, mm. so that's Lovely. one of my European uh, highlights. Uh, Paris and London, but I, I have to explore a little more of oh, Europe. You, and, you, you have to get and the yeah. beer trail in Europe. Yeah. That's really what I want to explore a little more. I want to hit a Belgium. Uh, yeah, Belgium, Ireland, you know, the, Brussels. The, the you have to, well, Belgium especially, Cantillon, come on. Yeah, Ooh, there, there's, yeah. there's, there's a uh, newspaper, I think it's called Aleworks or something. Ooh, uh, okay. They put out a, they do a... Like travel tours and They stuff do like a that? tour that encompasses a lot of the um, uh, Trappist breweries in Belgium, okay. Cologne, and they they were actually supposed to fl- they actually bust them into Paris because they had the bombing in the in the, mm. yes in, I remember in, yeah in there. my parent my but, parents were in Paris during that right but my my daughter was over there at the time and they actually uh, just bef- just after that and they bust her into into Paris to go home it's a Loveland through, beer tours yeah it's it's Aleworks sorry Aleworks. Loveland Aleworks yes. yeah. And th- they put on such a tour. Your taste, you're getting stuff that only the monks get. Wow! And it doesn't leave the monastery. And that's it. Some of the, the you have to go there oh, for it. That's another tour that <laughs> you can't. You can't second you can, to none. Put it on your bucket list. <sighs> so many things I want to put on there. Uh, Mackenzie, uh, listen, we're gonna we're gonna start wrapping up the show in a minute. We've been here for uh, three hours drinking heavily. And uh, we have, we, ha- we actually have some uh, studio work to do here because, uh, you know, the studio that we created here at GovsRadio.com um, is not quite finished yet. There's still a little tweaking that we need to do uh, and things we need to have. You can check out the studio and what it looks like on our YouTube page. Uh, just type in The Word with Mike and Pete, and you can check us out there. And you can hear yourself back on replays. Thanks again for mentioning that. That's exciting. We are on the Hopped Up Network. We are on iTunes. We are on the Laughable app. It's a comedy app for your phone. Check us out. And then, of course, we're uh, doing replays here on GovsRadio.com. And, of course, our video element is on YouTube. Hell yeah, thanks for having me, you guys. This is fun. Thanks for calling in, Mackenzie. Yes, and we'll we'll talk to you soon. We'll have you back on in a few weeks and uh, see what the update is, see where you're at with your home brewing, and uh, we'll chat more about beer. Hell yeah, don't freeze your balls off with that Arctic blast. Talk (laughs) to you guys later. (laughs) Two degrees tomorrow. (laughs) Oh, boys. Literally. Cheers. All right, cheers. Cheers. Mackenzie from Bitches and Brews. That's her uh, Instagram page, Bitches and Brews. You can check out... Her podcast, excuse me. Um, if you go onto her Instagram, Bitches and Brews, uh, it's Bitches N Brews. And she usually does uh, some live Instagramming. And of course, you can find links to her YouTube channel and check out all the latest stuff from Utah and the podcast they do there. They do a pretty good pro- uh, production. And uh, all but the phone line was working uh, last time. So uh, they do a great job. And that's why I really wanted her to call in because she was. Uh, you know, really good at the craft, and I think she she knows her shit. So uh, she's deal. working and and trying to be uh, you know getting up there in the ranks. She's ranking up. 
like a uh, like a video game player. I don't know where the fuck I'm going. With this. I got a piece so bad it's up to my eyebrows. Yeah, right. three times. <laughs> it really <laughs> is. It's up to my eyebrows, and I have not gotten up from the seat the not entire once. night. Can I just say that? Thank you. Not once. Thank you, DB. I appreciate it for the ever powerful Anthony Grazia Day. Uh, DB Frick, we appreciate you for coming in and hanging out and having Thanks some for having beer. Me. You could thank Anthony for giving you those nice two, uh, tall boy <laughs> Budweiser's yes, that you drank, drank in there right. yeah. and drank the shit out of. Uh, Pete, um, great job tonight. I did nothing. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> Pete, we, <laughs> Pete, you're the best. This is why I love this guy. By the uh, way, Mike, yes. you said you wanted to sh- you wanted to end the show at 10. No. It's, uh, you like, were very specific about that it's earlier. It's got to end at 10. <laughs> nope. It's a little. I got shit to do. It's 11-11. Nope. Yes. TV. Pete and I are going to be here until 12 o'clock every hanging a fucking television. Every time he says that, the fucking show goes forever. I have a blast. Because we have great guests. <laughs> we have great guests <laughs> great on the guests. show and uh, great people calling in. We thank all our call-ins today. We have Matt. Um, I'm not even going to say his name again because I totally forgot how he fucking says it. Rochambeau. Should, no, it's oh. not even close. It's Archambley. Archambley. I don't even think that's right. Sorry, Matt. But uh, he's definitely coming into the studio. Yeah, if he lives in Queens and he represents Fifth Hammer, we'll get him in there. Uh, the co-host of Brood in New York. Check it out. It's Brood in New York on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter. Uh, we thank uh, Ashley for Blonde Brew Reviews for giving her yearly call in and giving us an update on, yes, yearly, uh, <laughs> on our uh, Florida Connect. That's, she actually was one of our first correspondents. Yes. Before Nick, before Mike, she was the one that told us about the Southern uh, Beer uh, or Florida Tip um, and let us know about everything that's going on down there. We thank, uh, of course, Mackenzie for calling in and uh, giving us the uh, scope on Utah and, of course, Grazaday and D.B. Frick. And, of course, 100% our guest tonight, Charlie from 1940s Brewery. Nice Charlie. Charlie, hey. you're the best, man. My pleasure. Thank this, you. What a good a, beer. Oh, fucking what a good phenomenal. Beer. And, listen, everyone go out to uh, 1940s Brewing Company. They're out in Holbrook, New York. Just look them up on the Thick New York, Drink New York app. You'll find the map. You'll find everything you need to know. Go on to 1940sbrewing.com. Get in touch with them. Find out what their new events are. Uh, find out what's going on in the world of their uh, brewing lineup. Go in and have a pint and talk to Charlie. He'll give you any information you want to know about the beer and how it's brewed. He's been a great guest on our show tonight, and we really appreciate you for coming in, man. Thanks hey, a lot. No problem. I'd love to be back. Yes, and you, dude, we'll have you back. Trust me. This has been a great time. This is The Word with Mike and Pete, GovsRadio.com, streaming live on our YouTube page. We are available on our uh, replays, that's again iTunes, uh, the Hopped Up Network, the Laughable Lap, and of course, right here on GovsRadio.com. <laughs> Folks, we had a great time with you. Thanks a lot for all the calls. Have a good night. Well. Fun night. Later. Well, that's two hours of your life that you'll never get back. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. Please hang up and try again. This has been the Words on Govs Radio. I hope you're drunk enough. <laughs>